Morty! Rick? Where are you? On my workbench, Morty. Are you invisible and you're gonna, like, fart on me? Flip the pickle over. I turned myself into a pickle, Morty! I'm Pickle Rick! This is insane, you guys. <laughs> Yo, this is sexy. <laughs> Broadcasting live from the internet, it's Tuesday night, and this is the PanelsOnPages.com podcast with your host, Lee Rodriguez. At the end of the day, babies are terrible people, and I'm not sorry for saying it. Jason Nyes. Motherfucker, I won best costume! Jose Guzman. Yeah, I know nothing about Firestorm, except for his hat's always burning. And Kelly Harris. Oh, I love it appears we got a penis in the mail. (laughs) (laughs) I glued my fucking eyes shut! (laughs) I just want to see all these Yelp reviews of Jose's jizz. (laughs) Oh, sorry, I knocked you over the salt. Like you had anything better to do. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Today's Tuesday. It's July 11th, 2011, 2017. And this is episode number 385 from panelsonpages.com podcast. I'm your host, the Lord Reverend Lee Rodriguez. Joining me tonight, we got Mr. Jason Nye. We've come for your daughter, Pedro. <laughs> and Jose Guzman. My lovely audio is brought to you this week by Konami. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. He's got a working microphone and a tank of helium. The the, the microphone I sent Jose was from like a guitar here at No. Wait, no. Like a karaoke revolution, I think, or whatever. But it's just a fucking it's a it's a Logitech microphone. It's perfectly fine. It's great. It's a bold new world we live in. So, yeah. Uh, conspicuous is <laughs> Kelly Harris. He's uh, sick as fuck, I think, is the clinical term for what's happening with him. He got bit by a spider over the weekend. Uh, <laughs> somebody, did, did you actually see that story, Jose? No. Some motherfucker brought a spider in a jar into his comic book shop asking what kind of species of spider it was. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> okay, uh, you got uh, you got Batman back issues. <laughs> you know what kind of spider this is? <laughs> is it like fucking spider geniuses over here, right? Yeah. Which uh, which one of you knows about Silver Age, Booster Gold, and which one of you is a horticulturist? <laughs> I'll be bringing in a rhino next week. Let me know. Uh, what the fuck? Oh man, so get better. Kelly. Yeah, so so because Kelly isn't here this week, we're postponing the the final two rounds of the actual fantasy basketball tournament until until we can have all four of us on the line cuz Ke- Kelly's got a team in the semifinals. He's yeah, got a it just it doesn't feel right going on without him. No. No. No, no. Kelly was like, I'm not going to be able to make it tonight. And you know, the fastest I've ever seen Jose respond to a message ever. Jose's like, "Well, there's no basketball tonight. We got to win. No ball tonight." Gotta wait, man. I get it. I, I completely agree. Well, because then otherwise we would have to find. We, you know, we need another judge and all that. And- M- Mahoney just messaged me. He says I'm not going to be able to make the show tonight. And I says, Well, Kelly isn't going to be able to make it. He's sick, so we're saving basketball until next week. Mahoney says, Perfect. Glad Kelly has the shits. He saved me. Thanks, <laughs> infectious lass. 
We have good friends. <laughs> good job, Kelly. You picked an opportune moment to be sick, and it all worked out. Yeah. You have never sounded better, Jose. <laughs> the, well, like you know, he sounds, he sounds better than when he was sitting right next to me for yeah, yeah, however many years. Ridiculous. Oh god, oh, what's going on? We got a lot to catch up on. We're not here last week because uh, we were off on holiday. Had a delightful time uh, with uh, the family. Had good barbecue. People were in the pool. God damn it, they were in that pool. If they were going to be in that pool, I had to fucking throw them in that pool because I worked too hard on that goddamn pool for them to be in the pool. What was a good time? Fireworks are good. Uh, you know, a couple of mild brushes with danger, as is always as a tradition. Well, I mean, it ain't a, it ain't a dip in the pool if there ain't a chance you might not make it out. Yeah, like people don't watch NASCAR for the safety. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, they know yeah. what the fuck a circle looks like. <laughs> Yeah, no, like that. Or, well, I don't know, NASCAR. It's more of an crowd. O- oh! Hey, oh, gotcha, gotcha. gotcha, America. We had, uh, well, like, you know those little goofy, like, plastic rockets that you just light it? Like, it stands up on its own, you know? And you just light it off, and it goes up and explodes. Like, the most bullshit, non firework firework that ever fireworked. You know, we had a couple of those. You mean fire not so work? Yeah. We lit it up, it just goes on the ground. Doesn't fly up, but just explodes six feet next to us. <laughs> so, that was about as bad as it got. It was cool. It was, it was fun. The uh, Jax did not care for all the boom boom, which I thought he'd be into it. He was not into it at all. He, he, he it was, was like it was like boom boom boom. Everybody say way ho, and he was not way ho. <laughs> no, he would not <laughs> you. put his hands up in the air. Was, in fact, he cared quite a lot. Yeah, he but, said, "In my hometown of Jacksonville, fireworks will not stand." <laughs> <laughs> violated the Jacksonville noise ordinance uh, and then fucking man the very next day uh, wife and daughter left they uh, drove back to Illinois with my sister-in-law and then flew out from O'Hare Saturday to go to Scotland they're going to be there for like two fucking weeks so it's been just me and Jack for almost a week uh, we got another Week and a half left. Well, you and Jax and Buster and what's the the bird's yeah, name? Bob, true. me and Jax, Ro- Robert, and Buster, and Howard, Howard, bird. and and Rocket, Rocket the kitten, this fucking kitten. And then wait until they bring a, a puffin home and a pet jellyfish. God damn it, <laughs> this cat. Jax is adjusting okay, you know, but he's, he does he doesn't never sleep super well. When it's just the t- when we're all not home, so just kind of waking up and crawling into bed next to me. I didn't wake him up; just crawling into bed. So I'll just wake up and he'll be there. Like, all right, whatever. But he also loves this cat in a very aggressive way. It's like he'll run inside and just pick the cat up and you know fucking ring it around like you know. And just, <laughs> he's gonna just love it to death. He's gonna he's gonna go full Lenny and crush his fucking cat one day. I know it. But the cat is, to its credit, super cool. And, like, you know, never scratches him, never hits him, just takes it like a fucking idiot. And the cat's dumb, frankly. <laughs> Until Jax is asleep. So, the, you know, every oh, night. It and bites it, every day. It's biting its time, night, huh? He's, he's, he's in bed with me asleep. And I wake up to the sound of Jax going, Ow! <laughs> Walk it, stop! And the cat is just <laughs> fucking with him while he's trying to sleep. <laughs> This goes on until I 
get wise in my stupor and throw one of them out of the fucking room. But if it's not him, then it's like the cat just fucking me when I'm trying to sleep. Like, you know, is it normal to like crate train a cat? Can I crate a cat at night? Like this fucking thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is what you do. You put it in a crate, and then you put a blanket on top of it, and then you throw it in a fucking river. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so tired of this goddamn cat. You did this shit to me with the bird too. When we got the bird, we got the bird, and then like within two weeks, she was like, "Holla." I'm going to where the fuck I'm going. <laughs> Bro, I'm traveling the world, leaving me fucking to tend to the Nicole Rodriguez Memorial Menagerie. <laughs> crazy. Oh, yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, while we're at Mahoney's at the end of the month, uh, you have to stay back and watch the animals. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wouldn't be surprised. But no, it's and you know it's honestly it's it's been a very rough couple of days, man. We had a cool weekend, you know. Uh, Jackson really well. We had a nice time. Went and saw the Spidermans. He stayed with my, my parents, uh, so I could do that. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But this week has kind of sucked balls so far. Uh, work was a fucking disaster yesterday. Just some shit completely beyond my control. It was wrong with like our whole data warehouse, or whatever, and the people were just on my nuts all day like when's it gonna be fixed i'm like i can't fucking help you like just i know it's broke the people that can't fix it know it's broke take six steps back off my dick <laughs> come back tomorrow and it'll be fixed now it's all day long and fuck i lost a complete fucking day of productivity but my friend jennifer you guys met jennifer jennifer's yes. a lovely human she told me weeks ago she's like hey you're gonna need some time because it's going to be hard watching the kill it by yourself for like two weeks. I'm like, I mean, I can handle it, but I appreciate it. So, so I'm going to come over. I'll get Jackson, the babysitter. I'll go hang out with him. Well, you can go jujitsu a couple nights a week. You're going to need that time. I'm like, great. That is wonderful. Thank you. We love you. Awesome. What an angel. Jennifer goes against Jackson. They're having a rad time yesterday. I take my happy ass jujitsu, go training, get my fucking right elbow hyperextended to the point it's never been hyperextended during a fight. And so I spent all day today in a fucking sling. Oh, my elbow no. is fucked up. Oh, nice. no. I started today, woke up this morning, late as fuck. That's great. Reached for my glasses, opened them, immediately broke one of the arms off. So it's the first just thing. Too fucking, you're just my too fucking. my fucking glasses up. back together. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, Leroy. It's the goddamn pits, you guys. <laughs> like, I don't. And uh, went to get Jackson, the babysitter, and he has an ear infection, so I had to go to urgent care today. Like, it's, like, the fucking worst. Like, I always want to just stay home for safety's sake the next couple of days. Because, goddamn. Like, you sound like Hurley from Lost. Oh! <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, he just started watching that, so now I get all the Lost stuff. Wait, you're watching Lost? The lady's watching Lost. Don't so watch I'm Lost. Well, that's what I told her, but she's watching it. I am vicariously watching it through her in small doses. So, like, Wait. I'll pop in on season premieres and season finales, and I'll watch the recaps. Yeah, we, we watched uh, Lost after it was over on Netflix, and, like, way into it. Like, I'll just say, like, it, it is not a rewarding close. No. That's what I told her. I warned her. But some yeah, episodes I, are some of the best TV you could watch. Some episodes. Yeah, yeah. No, there's been a couple episodes I've seen that were pretty fucking good. Like, I really yeah, it dug them. strong. Yeah, it definitely starts strong, but then, like, 
it becomes obvious fairly early on to me that like they really didn't have a plan. They didn't know what the fuck they were doing. Yeah, they didn't know what it was. Like they were gonna they, they they did not know the mysteries when they yeah. wrote, "Hey, this is a mysterious thing," and it definitely shows. They George Lucas it. Totally, mm-hmm. totally. Yeah. So they pulled a prequel. Yeah, yeah. Even like uh, Harold Perrineau was talking about. I heard him on a podcast talking about like, "Hey, you know, this is the guy you're gonna play. You know, and this is um." You know, it's, it's about him and his son, and this and that. And there's this thing. Like, oh, cool! Yeah, what's 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 the thing? Like, what's the hook of it? And like, ah, we're not sure yet. But there's gonna be a thing. And like, uh, <laughs> it's gonna be a thing. Like, so, I like this pilot, I guess it's gonna be cool. And then they just, you know, put him off in season two in the clunkiest way possible. Well, let's go back to Jose's reference. Did you say Curly from Lost? Yeah, isn't he the one with all the bad luck? Wait, man. Curly? I do Hugo. not. Oh, Hugo. <laughs> yeah, but I, I thought everyone called him Hur- Hurley in the first. Is it Hurley? It's Hurley. That's right. I thought you said Curly. Like yeah, Curly, Moe, and Larry. Yeah, that's they what were, I thought you were talking about. They got stuck on the island. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I kept hearing Curly, and I'm like, I don't. Like, it's been a while since I've watched Lost. I don't remember Curly. <laughs> well, yeah. Him and Moe were on... <laughs> A tugboat with uh, a skipper, a ginger. Backed him in the head with a coconut. And a doctor. Boy, that would have made Lost a lot more fun at the end. If they had a couple more gingers? Yeah. So, yeah, that's uh, that's all I got. We'll talk about the Speedermans a little bit. But, yeah, I just... And now the dog is losing its fucking mind downstairs. Jesus. What's up, Nice? (laughs) Uh... I, Lee, I know you saw it, but Jose, have you seen Baby Driver yet? You were talking about going to see it today. No, she came yeah. home from work and uh, was not feeling good. Her neck's acting up. She's got a uh, nerve that she's battling with right now. So did not do the Baby Driver. On the next week's agenda, it is. Well, we we did see Baby Driver, and I know Lee saw it. And yeah. I really enjoyed yeah. it. Damn, you know, it was good. No spoilers, of course, since since Jose has not seen it. But I would say to Jose, temper your expectations because there's a lot of hype surrounding Baby Driver. There's a lot of hyperbole. It is a, a really good, great in some parts, and innovative movie, especially the, the first act. But... I wouldn't say it's much different than those two dozen crime movies that came out in the 90s. Like, that's what it feels like. It feels like every single one of those movies that came out after Reservoir Dogs and Pulp Fiction that was trying to mm-hmm. ape that same style. You know, the the hipster criminals, uh, cool soundtrack, so on Well, and I'm so not forth. really expecting anything, like, groundbreaking story-wise, because I think one of the trailers just kind of pretty much gave away how the whole movie's going to play out. So I'm not I don't think I'm going to be surprised, but I do expect to be visually entertained. But I, I really enjoyed it. I thought I, I thought the Yeah, you mentioned the soundtrack, but like more than the soundtrack, I think the integration of the music into the movie was pretty brilliant. Right, right. The, but I don't I feel like they didn't fully realize that gimmick. Like they they really leaned on it heavily early on, which was very cool. Like they cut it to the beat and they've got shit that's kind of appearing on screen that goes along with the lyrics. Very cool stuff. Like uh almost a, a Hollywood musical 
type deal. But then or they like, kind of or like, like music videos in the movie or yeah, something like yeah. that. Maybe but the then better, they kind yeah. of like re- they back off of it. I feel a a great deal for the rest of the movie. But it, it's got some really good shit in it. Good stuff. Recommend it. I I really liked it. I liked it a lot. I think maybe I liked it more than you did because I, I was just all smiles walking out of that fucking thing. Well, and well, it kind of bummed me out because I like it. And I love those 90s crime movies, but it bumped me out to the point where something like that is now considered groundbreaking and new and fresh just because the, of the state of the movie industry these days. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, I'll admit that I'm guilty of it, man. Like, you know, it's, it's tough for us now to go out and see movies and whatnot. It's like, it's tough to go. Like, so we don't see movies a lot of times that aren't, you know, superhero movies right. or sequels or shit like that like, you know it's 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 tough i get it you know but it, it's like that and like the belco experiment were the last movies i remember going to see and even close to recent memory that weren't like you know based on something or otherwise derivative of some shit we'd already seen well the, the way it is the lady had no idea what the fuck it was she she hadn't seen anything so she's not expecting anything i, I showed her a trailer so she saw Saw a trailer, so she at least knows what she's walking into. So I think she may be surprised, but she may like it more than I love that. That was great. Thanks going into it. You know what I mean? Yeah. She has zero expectations. Don't, don't get it twisted. I didn't not like it. I just <laughs> you just loved it. Left the theater with an existential it's, crisis. It's no Rogue One. <laughs> oh, it's definitely no Rogue One. Which it's funny that you mentioned that, Jose. Because that's a great movie. Because I bought that for Mary for her birthday on Blu-ray. Sucker! Beca- uh, like halfway because she loves likes that movie and she loves Star Wars, and half as kind of like a gag gift <laughs> because boy, oh boy, oh boy, do I love shitting on Rogue One. A <laughs> uh, fucking uh, great movie. A bunch of us went out to see Spider-Man on Saturday, and we all went out to eat afterwards. It's eleven people, you know, all along this one wall of the restaurant, and me and Mary are sitting at one end, and Jose's sitting at the other. And I can hear him having a discussion about Rogue One at one point during lunch, and I'm just like, "Nope, I'm not even gonna fucking, I'm not even gonna fucking acknowledge <laughs> any even, of that." I, even told him too. I was like, "Oh, Rogue One? Let's talk to that guy about it." <laughs> uh so uh speaking of mary's birthday uh, you know our birthdays are very close together and uh our our sex anniversary is within the same week too you know first time meeting right. and all that uh so for a while now you know you you guys know i love the rancor and i Heard like rumors. i like to collect rancor toys but you know i'm i'm very much against funko pop figures Oh, I know. But you and, you and I, we're holding that fucking torch. But they ha- made a Rancor monster Funko Pop in a three-pack with uh, Ula and Jedi Luke. And for a while now, I've wanted it. And we looked around for it at Star Wars Celebration, and uh, Mary ended up getting it for me for my birthday. And I, you know, I fucking asked for it. This is what I wanted for my birthday. She got it for me. I'm very thankful. That doesn't mean I'm not going to fucking review it, honestly. Of course. Funko Pops are just the worst. (laughs) (laughs) And I always thought it was arbitrary that some of them are figures and some of them are bobbleheads. 
And, like, it's very small, fine print about which one's a figure and which one's a bobblehead. And I open up this three-pack. Because they this... look ostensibly exactly the same. Yes. Pack. And I open up this package with this big-ass Rancor. The Rancor is probably six, seven inches tall. And immediately his head starts bobbing around. I'm like, what the fuck is this garbage? <laughs> and the, the other two figures are bobbleheads. And, you know, the Rancor is huge. So I expected at least, like, shoulder articulation, maybe wrist articulation. Nope. Nope. The only articulation is the spring for the fucking bobblehead. They don't move at all? No, like, not-, not at all. And he's in this weird pose where one of his arms, one of his hands, is upturned. I'm looking it up. I'm looking it up now. and It's, it's not like... I'm against you. It's almost like, take my hand, I'll save you. <laughs> or like, brother, can you spare a dime? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Like, what the fuck? But it's a rancor, huh. and I love it. But I just had to get my Funko Pop rant out there. And Kelly pointed out that the usually you can see, you, you can determine which ones are bobbleheads and which ones are f- vinyl figures because... It, depending on the license, and if you look and also through, bobbleheads have bases. It looks like. Well, the Star Wars ones have bases, but some of okay. the other ones don't. Uh, but Star Wars, because Star Wars is a big action figure line, they've got a deal where you know Funko can't make quote unquote action figures. That's oh, why Hasbro they. Makes that's why they make right. the bobbleheads, and that's why some other properties like mm-hmm. Parks and Rec is just a vinyl figure. God, fuck these things. The the Rancor isn't so bad because the Rancor is is, is he's a he's a monster. He's supposed to have essentially dead shark eyes. Oh, it looks cool, but fuck him. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then yeah, I, mean, I had about a, I guess maybe God, almost two years ago now. I guess and we were at a little comic convention, and you know, it being a comic convention, being there were like. 700,000 Funko Pops to be had. Don't get me started on that. But what, what I saw the Rick and Morty ones. I'd never seen them before. And I'm like, ah, oh, and it was this, you know, heretofore the only Rick and Morty merch that existed, really, right. you know? And I'm like, ah, oh, shit, I got it in my hands. And I'm looking at them. And my heart's having this moment. And Nicole goes, put those fuckers down. And I go, <laughs> no, you're right, babe. Good call. Thank you, darling. Way to keep me honest. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, girl. At, at <laughs> one point, you know, uh, we, our entertainment center is kind of a, a rancor shrine. You know, it's got our pictures from the wedding, the picture from the proposal, and I got my old school rancor figure there, the rancor tooth that we got from Roxy. So then I put the whole three pack up on the top of the shelf, and I'm just sitting there looking at him like, man, fuck those other two figures. And I hit the other two like down on a bottom <laughs> shelf. <laughs> Uh, I love it, guys. And uh, <clears throat> so my parents uh, messaged me one day, and they're like, "What is what does Mary want for her birthday?" And me and her had been talking about getting Injustice Two and a second controller because we don't have a, a second controller for our PlayStation Four. Right on. <clears throat> so this would mean that we could play Injustice Two and play it against each other as well. That here is delightful. So. Uh, uh, the old man sends me his credit card information. And I ordered that shit off of our Amazon Prime and sent it to their house. And, nice. Uh, 
<clears throat> yeah, we've been beating up on each other pretty good the past few nights, and uh, it's it's definitely going to test our marriage. Yeah, because up until now we really haven't played video games. She get an injustice belt competitively. Ooh, that's a good idea because like uh, f- uh, on my birthday we went to Toys R Us just for shits and giggles because you know I'm still a. a Ten-year-old boy, and even if I don't buy anything, I still like to walk around Toys R Us for my birthday. And they had the old-school, like Hulk Hogan, uh, Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels era Winged Eagle WWE toy belt. Oh no shit! Oh, and I was looking at it, and I was like, oh man, what can I be the champion of that would warrant Mary buying this for me? And I'm holding <laughs> it in my hands, and I'm looking at it, and it's twenty bucks, and I'm thinking. Nah, fuck that, because as soon as I buy this, within a week, Jose's going to end up having it, and I'm never going to see that shit again. (laughs) I'm not buying him another fucking belt, goddammit. I love belts. I'm a big fan of belts. But man, some of those... I'll never have a problem fucking holding my pants up. They're kind of... I guess they're they're cutscenes, but they're also kind of finisher moves in Injustice. Some of them are just insane <laughs> like the the flash one has to be my favorite because he fucking grabs you and he runs and he starts traveling through time and he slams you into the sphinx as they're building it and it breaks the nose of the sphinx that's cool then he runs in the other direction dragging you travels through time again ends up in prehistoric times and hits a t-rex with you like, That's throws great. you into a T-Rex, and the T-Rex goes, ah! <laughs> and then goes back into, like, the fight level and throws you at yourself. That's cool. It's a uh, pretty boss. Uh, I've been killing it with some some Flash. Uh, Atrocitus is my jam. Uh, oh, cool. He, he will vomit blood into your face, and he's got a little Dextar uh, sidekick. Uh Captain Cold is by far the most useless character <laughs> in that game. <laughs> like, he can't even, like, walk. <laughs> he's, he's just awful. And then, lastly, my folks have moved. So so we're all moved out of that uh, dirt road now. Wow. They moved uh, about an hour and a half from where Mary and I are currently. Uh, End of an era. To, to Palm Bay. Uh, which is... Um, you heard no blacks live there. Uh, oh, oh, that it's funny that you say that, Jose. <laughs> is it? I, I'm going to th- I'm gonna have to tell you a story. Let me, let me get to my point first. But uh, So they live about 20 minutes from the beach now, which is, you know, it sucks that they're, they're about 90 minutes away from us, but being 20 minutes away from the beach means that we can go visit them and then we could just go to the beach whenever... And we're 20 minutes away from a shower and a nap at any given moment. Like, that is, that's fucking boss. And, you know, part of going to the beach, too, is if you're making the trip, and if it's a long trip out to the beach, you want to make it worth the trip. So you want to spend a good amount of time there. You don't want to just drive two hours to the beach and spend a half hour there and then go home. But since they're right there, we went out there Sunday morning, caught the sunrise, we were there for two hours and pieced out before it got too hot, before it got too crowded, before we got too know. exhausted. It was really, really cool. I got a time lapse of the sunset up on my Facebook, or the sunrise up on my Facebook. 
and uh, we went out to this seafood joint the night before for Mary's birthday that one of those where they boil all the shit in the one pot and then they dump it out on the Wait, table. A what joint? A uh, seafood joint. Oh, okay. Okay. I don't know what the fuck I hurry, but it wasn't that. Uh, the, you know, they boil everything in a pot and then they dump it out on your table and then you just you just tear into various kinds of seafood. We had some crab legs and some uh, peel and eat shrimp and some mussels and some clams and some crawfish. So it was my first time. My first time eating crawfish. So uh, I actually had to Google how to eat crawfish as I'm sitting there with my hands covered in uh, fish juices. And at one point, one of those things that like, like they're just not worth the trouble to take. (laughs) They they are a lot of trouble. You same can be said about peel and eat shrimp. That shit was a pain in the ass too. But at one point, I grab one of those crawfish and I twist it. And my thumb, like, crushed through the body, and it just squirted crawfish guts and shit, whatever, just, like, all over my face and all over my shirt. I smelled like low tide for the rest of the weekend. <laughs> so, uh, so back to your comment, Jose, <clears throat> about... Oh, yes, please. He, he heard that there were no black people out there. In his older age, my my father's... Racism has definitely softened a little bit, a, t- a tiny bit. That's not where I thought that was going to go. I thought you, I thought you were going to say he's fully embraced his racism. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like he can look at like Trump and like Trump supporters and be like, "Y'all motherfuckers is crazy." <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so they were going around looking at houses, and they had this realtor, and they hit this one house. They get out of the car. My dad looks left black people my dad looks right black people and he says all right let's go <laughs> <That's> fucking terrible <laughs> the fucking house for sale already no no oh this, my God. This, this was one of the houses they were looking at so so the the realtor <laughs> learned pretty quickly like yeah you know maybe maybe you know, be maybe more he's, pe- uh, not so like <laughs> maybe be more picky about the neighborhood you you choose and the exact location. What's funny though, they sold their house to a black family. Oh my god! So their their money's certainly fucking green, ain't it? Oh, it's it hilarious! Is. Terrible, but hilarious. <laughs> but it was like the way he described it. It was like you know. Black family on the lo- on the right, like working on their car in the driveway, and a bunch of you know uh, burnt out cars in the lawn or whatever. And then on the <laughs> right, like it's fucking Thunderdome in the yeah, front yard. Yeah, like it's a uh, uh, Delta City. And then yeah, you, you look to the right, and there's a there's a, a black guy holding like nineteen pit bulls on a leash. <laughs> At least that's how pit bulls and six babies. Yeah, that that's how he made it seem like. Yeah, sure. Like it wasn't. Uh, he's fucking in Compton. Yeah, it wasn't the Huxtables on one side and you know the Fresh Prince of Bel Air on the other. <laughs> it just it was boys the hood and juice. As as I can see. <laughs> so yeah, that's 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 been in our weeks. I love that he's softened in his racism, but let but... me tell you this story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I just thought I wouldn't have told the story had Jose not made that comment. <laughs> Beautiful. What's up, Jose? Uh, lady was on vacation, so we were 
catching up on some uh, loan time, if you know what I mean. Oh, yeah. I know what you mean. Hey, you know. Uh, doing that, TV, finished Preacher Season 1, ready to go for Season 2. Which, Man, uh, last night's Preacher, not to cut you off, but it's fucking good, dude. They have this really good, like, one-take fight scene that no one's talking about, and that's kind of a tragedy because it was really fucking cool. Preacher is still very much under the radar. Yeah, I, I am... I look forward to it every week now, and that's what I wanted to do the entire first season. Walking Dead yet. They're afraid. Yeah, fuck Walking Dead. Oh, man, I'm so glad I stopped watching Walking Dead. <laughs> oh, yeah, me too. Yeah, no, it's like... Uh, <laughs> we, we, we realize we're like three or four episodes behind. Like, ah, here's the thing. Uh, I don't miss this, so what if we just... Exactly. <laughs> exactly, and then you hear people complaining about... You know, characters no one cares about and storylines that nobody can follow. And it's like, oh, man, I am so lucky and so happy I got out while the getting was good. I hate, that, I do hate that I'm missing Jeffrey Dean Morgan as Negan because I'll bet he's – but I saw of him. I, yeah, I saw of a couple bits of him, and he's he's downright sexy as Negan. Like, he, was, I, he was all over that first episode, and then he wasn't in the next two episodes. And right. I'm like, oh. Oh. As they want to do. Oh, no. No, fuck this. <laughs> no, fuck this forever. And then I'll see a commercial for Fear the Walking Dead, and I'm like, oh, no one cares. But this shit's in, like, season four. It, it's like two or three. That's for damn sure. It's at least three, I feel like. It's so crazy. People are still watching those shows out of obligation. I think so. But, but hey, I was doing the same thing for Preacher last year. Because it, it, it's like, you know, this is the thing I should like. It's okay, but I should love it, and now I fucking love it. They, I think they, really, you were, they, they picked up the ball and ran with it this season. You so were much great. more positive on Preacher last year. It still, it wasn't, it hadn't caught fire yet. That's for damn sure. But it was, it was a slow starter. Yeah, uh, yeah. I didn't dislike it, but I didn't love it. I wanted to love it immediately. And you know, I think the exact point that damn. you decided that you loved it was the hotel fight with all the clones. That was pretty fun. I, I <laughs> that. that was fun. Love that. So good. So good. What else got going on, Jose? Well, the roommate recorded. He's like, oh, man, I got uh, the premiere of Preacher 2 recorded. And then I watched it. It was pretty good. And then I erased it. It's like, you fucking dick. <laughs> Jose, Jose. I got you. I sent you shit like a year ago. Yeah, I can't. Fit. Yeah, but the thing that sucks is I can't get it going with the smart TV we're watching it on. I'm help you out. I'm hook you up. Like, call me. We'll, over talk, the week. we'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk. We'll, talk. we'll make it happen. We'll make it work. All right. We'll, we'll get you going. We'll get you going. Because that's the thing is is you know we're we're limited right now because of the the space we're in with I got you with what we're dealing with. No, we we, we get you going. We'll get you up and running. Just call me over the weekend. We'll do it. All right. We'll make it happen. We'll figure it out. I dig it. Yeah. Uh, just been trying to catch up and deal with issues that are fucking bullshit <laughs> beyond my fucking control. Are, aren't we all, Jose? Oh, we are. You want so you know you're supposed to be able to just edit and 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 move stuff. And 
for some reason it's not doing that so uh, imagine okay imagine whatever your job is right got it <laughs> and you're you're doing your job but every time you uh type a word or you know whatever the fuck you do pick up a uh, pick up something put something down move something stand up sit down take a drink of water go to the bathroom just imagine every time you go to do that everything freezes for about <laughs> 10 to 20 seconds about three out of five times it does that and let's say you make about 50 to 100 moves an hour oh. so on top of that let's say you do uh, hold on hold on I've seen you edit Jose 50 to 100 ah! <laughs> yeah, this is this is like pushing play to watch something this is pushing fast forward this is pushing stop and then trying to rewind it because you saw something you like you gotta sit there and wait uh, if you fa- like try to fast forward through three clips you can't until it ca- until it does its thing and then it'll let you but don't stop it is because this then thing? now you gotta wait again PC you guys got like last year they were like oh this is the fucking greatest shit ever like is it no, already no. taking the shit on you no, no this, is... this is like the first editing laptop okay okay I'm like god damn that's still new no, like, it's no. this, two, this 2013 not, we got it not not so newish and so, Jose's been using it as his own personal computer for about two years now so, oh, so it's, it's riddled with porn yeah got it's, it. it's, okay. it's got no, all no. it's got all nope. that baggage nope nope never Never did the porn on this one. I don't believe <laughs> you for a fucking moment. You don't have to. That's that's why my other computer fried. <laughs> so I did not do it on this one. So suck it on that one. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, no, I'm going to go against type on this one. <laughs> so now imagine. Let's say, let's let's say let's say you make. Tw- we'll even go low. Let's say you make 50 moves in an hour and then you extend a clip or slide a clip over and then the program freezes. Your life freezes. And then you reopen your life. (laughs) That's about a 10, 15 minute process because sometimes you have to reset the computer and then you reopen it and then you find out all 50 of those moves aren't there anymore and you have to remake them my palms are sweating just listening to you tell this story i've fucking been there it's, the, it's a nightmare now imagine you redo the 50 moves and you resave it and then you do 50 more and then the program crashes and then you open it and none of the hundred saves you did are there anymore you know what the best part of this story is the project he's working on is from a show that we shot in December. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so it's like, oh, man. Oh, like, okay, oh. Uh, when can we expect our yeah. Jose's like, imagine you're making 50 moves. <laughs> <laughs> like, all of a sudden, like, the computer's not working, man. It's, it's causing me to have this project be, like, super late in July. <laughs> Well, yeah, but we've been doing other things. It's true. So it's it's a blast, guys. <laughs> have you blast. talked to your Have you talked to your boy Nate at all about taking another look at that thing? 
No. I, I'd, have, <laughs> I'd have to bring it over there. I'm like, he wasn't talking to me. <laughs> but, you know, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck's going on, man. Like, I, la- la- last time we were having the sticking problem, it was because it needed to be updated. We updated the version, and then it worked fine. And then it stopped doing that, and it, and it was fine. It, uh, uh, the Spider-Man thing, no issues, no problems. It's, it's. I, I think I, it's because the project is so old. It's from way back in before 2016, <laughs> and it's just fighting. It's fighting because if I work on something current, it doesn't seem to be doing it. Up these old projects trying to make finish a goddamn bit of sense well that's the only thing i can think of because mm. like we just did something with all new footage all new graphics and and didn't have not one issue but then every time i open up this old project is when i'm getting shit this has been tech talk on the podcast <laughs> <laughs> that sucks, man. at the very least you can take solace in the knowledge that even when he's having computer problems, Jose is super calm about it, super even-headed, super patient. No. <laughs> there, there's been a couple of times where I screamed fuck, especially when it, I had to fucking reboot the program three times in a row. That was, that was, that was fucking delightful. But you know it is what it is. We'll fight through it, and we'll we'll uh, persevere by December and get them this video. Yeah, we already sent them an invoice for it. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. ain't that some shit? Anything else, man? I'm gonna leave it at that. <laughs> oh <Right on>, man, <laughs> I got you. I feel you. Y'all don't deserve the rest. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you more about it later. Oh, God, that's great. Super Super Spidey. Super Spidey. Oh, yeah, it's all the Spider-Mans? Yeah, we'll talk about it. I just saw a Facebook post from JM that says he saw Spider-Man Homecoming again tonight for the fifth time. God damn. Uh, I don't understand. So I sent him... uh, sent him a comment that said we're doing the podcast right now talking spidey after the break let me know if you want in he said sure i'm on my way home i can be online very soon so i'm gonna send this motherfucker the link i love it i love it good stuff how there hasn't even been that much time since the movie came out to do that I i i think i remember him saying something to the fact that he was you know in the theater he just never left, huh? Watching it and like bought tickets for the next showing before the first one even ended. Yeah, so, like he just walked out <laughs> and walked in the next door. Like, it's great. I, I don't understand. Like, I just I I like, want to see it again. Well, we won't get, get too far into I it. Was, yes, I, I was just talking the other day to uh, Thatcher about how, like, you know, look, here, we're in the age of there's no reason why we shouldn't be able to say, hey, I gave you my fifteen, my twelve, but whatever the fuck it was, I paid for my ticket. Now I'm gone to see it, you know. Why, leave let, let me feed you a Fandango confirmation number or some shit. Let me watch it at home. Let me stream it for five bucks. You know what I mean? Like, I, I pay five bucks to watch it again at home. Well, like, the theater should be like the ride sometimes, or they're like, all right, if it's not busy, you want to ride it again? <laughs> <laughs> it's just, you know, it's just, you know. 
wouldn't be a problem were I still a young man with no commitments a la A. John Michael. But goddamn, I can't, I can't get a babysitter two weekends in a row. You fucking crazy? I ain't got that kind of support network in place, son. You just got to get it for one day, like well, all day, all day, I all mean, night. You wouldn't, you just, just do it. The way, he do, the way he does it, you wouldn't need two weekends. He's seen it five, That's true. He's That's seen it true. five times over the course of, let's say, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, over yeah. six days. I got, I had, a, you know, I got a the little T-Mobile Tuesday thing today. It's like, hey, you want to see Planet of the Apes for four dollars this weekend? I'm like, yeah. Ah, oh, that's this weekend. Yeah, I do. I really do. Yeah, I, I, I need can't. To... I would love to, but I can't. <laughs> Don't cry for me, Argentina. I'll be all right. I'll be okay. So yeah, let, let's let's have let, let let that be the next great innovation. Movies let's do this shit. There's no reason we can't. Good fucking with me. It's time. Good. So yeah, that's all I got, man. Let's uh, let's take us a break. Cool. Let's take us a break. We'll come back. Uh, we'll talk about the Spider Man. Like I said, we got no uh, actual fantasy basketball this week, but we'll be back next week with the finals of that. Yes, yeah, it's gonna be a tight show. We're gonna get on this one. I feel like that's okay. It's yeah, kind of cranky. Can, can, <laughs> considered, right. considered pulling some news, but I think all the news currently would just piss us off even more. I guarantee you that's the case. Because <laughs> I remember I sent you the message today. I'm like, hey, so we're not doing basketball. We're going to do news. And then like I thought about what happened in the past couple weeks. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> and you're like, nah. I'm like, good. Good. <laughs> I'm not in the mood for that bullshit. Okay, I'm well, gonna... before we go to break, though. What happened? Let me. Can we talk about that Inhumans trailer? Oh, I still haven't watched it. Forgot about it. Fuck. Let's watch this shit right now. Then. Have, have, have you guys not seen it? I, uh, I, I saw it was out on my phone, but I didn't want to watch it on my phone, and then I forgot to look it back up on YouTube. Oh boy! Let's watch it right now. We'll do it right now. Oh boy! Is it? Is it? Is it awful? Really? It? Yeah. So uh, let me send you guys the same link that I'm going to use. Yeah, please. In the podcast chat. <clears throat> and I will link it in the uh, YouTube chat as well. Now, homie, that's what that plays Maximus was in Game of Thrones, and he's no, uh, kind of the yes, perfect yes. guy to be Maximus. Yeah, wasn't he Littlefinger? Uh, no, no. he's Ramsey Bolton. Ramsey Bolton. Okay, I don't watch Game I'm of Thrones. I'm Ramsey Bolton, Ramsey Bolton, so cousin we... of Michael Bolton of the Bolton <laughs> clan. <laughs> this we... is our kingdom and our title. Are we ready to watch this? We're ready. All right. Three. No, I haven't got the link yet. I, Where's the link? It's in the, the podcast Facebook. There. I just saw that you saw it. <laughs> I'm like, okay. don't fucking lie it's to open. me. In Go. three, two, one, play. And this is the one that they're going to put in IMAX. It's going to be the first Later, two episodes in IMAX. Going to right. find us up here. You should have known this day was coming. Bible's pretty. This guy. And this is the official Marvel of Trailer One. If you want to follow along with us, yeah. That doesn't look like Vin Diesel. Follow our king and remain silent as he is. Okay. We need to go to Earth now. We've been hiding here too long. Let's go to our rightful home. Oh we no. Here, we would have a glorious planet to live on. Thrive on. You're talking about betraying your brother. Oh no, is that Medusa? You're blind. <laughs> right or wrong, he's dangerous. What I'm talking about is freedom. 
freedom for all inhumans. This is like a sci-fi original movie. 100%. You killed your only brother. Like, I'm not even kidding. Oh, that was kind of neat. Oh, that job looks cool. All right. Okay. We will not let anyone or anything stop us. We will create our destiny. Wait. Nothing can keep us from being free. Wait. No. <laughs> Wait for it. Hit it on the nose, Lee, when you said it looked like a sci-fi original movie. I mean, it looks better than that. It looks like a TV show. It looks like, it, like Juggalo John in the chat says, it looks like season one Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It looks like Lost. It looks like a remember TV show. Saw, it, it does look like Lost, yeah. Like, remember when we saw that, like, you know, on-set footage, of, or what, or a picture of Medusa? Like, oh, so that shitty wig is just like, that's just like a stand-in thing, right? Right. I know it's TV, and I know concessions have to be made, but like... And also, it's a trailer, so... You know, but Medusa's hair should always be moving. Yeah, you can't do that on a TV budget, man. Then don't do Medusa. Like, like that's like... like her how hair about, should always... How, like, how at about, the very least, you should never be just fucking, you know... Shine a fan on the bitch and have her be doing that at the very least. It should like, at least like, be it, curly. It's not just... Perfectly still, the exact opposite of everything I know about Medusa. <laughs> I don't know much about it. All I know is Vin Diesel said he was going to be black. Fucker lied. And like the, I mean, fuck, man, like the the CW Arrowverse show costumes look better than that. Yeah. Like that just looks low rent for something that's supposed to take place in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, right? It, it doesn't feel like it much. It's icky. It it makes me feel icky. Yeah, like I mean, shit. It looks it looks worse than all the Netflix shows. Yeah, it looks worse than current Agents of Shield. Because like you know, I still don't love Agents of Shield, but at least it looks good now. And fucking Ghost Rider was on last year, and he was awesome. <laughs> yeah, that looks bad. And the, looks the, real bad. The trailer. Besides the actual production of the show, the trailer is just poorly put together. Like, yeah. you're going to end it on Black Bolt having a hiccup and flipping a car, and, like, that's it? That's your Ugh. that that's your money shot? Like, that is not... Yeah, him throwing up on a car? <laughs> that's not even, like, like... You guys, Black Bolt is an awesome character, and his, his whole gimmick and shtick is like to this day one of my favorite in comic books like that was hack job bullshit that was so stupid yeesh all right 
Remember uh, when we watched that Cloak and Dagger trailer? Yes. This is like <laughs> the opposite of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that, hey, ABC Family bumping, baby. <laughs> it's free yeah, for now. Yeah, that news that came out this week. They uh, announced the cast of their new Warriors show. Oh, yeah. Uh, the AT&T chick's going to be Squir- Squirrel Girl. Yeah. Yeah. What, 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 what? Yeah, you know the chick from the AT&T commercials? That yeah. wears the really tight shirts and really tight pants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's gonna be Squirrel Girl. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> yeah, that was one little bit of good news. But yeah, who's the chick that was saying she wanted to be Squirrel Girl? Uh, um, Anna Kendrick. Uh, and guess what? You didn't get the job. And Barb from Stranger Things wanted to be oh, Squirrel yeah, yeah. Girl. Fuck Barb. Get out of here, Barb. Well, man, I'm really glad that we got to share that experience together, you guys. Yeah, that's gross. It's kind of gross. I don't like it. As like, someone who knows a little bit about the Inhumans, like my knowledge of the Inhumans comes from the toys and the the trading cards. Dog look cool. Right. Lockjaw look cool. But like if I'm someone who doesn't know what the fuck the Inhumans are, I did not get what the Inhumans are from that trailer. Especially when like the Inhumans is that's like the shit on Aiden's to Shield, right? Like the whole thing about you know they they, they even had like this little you know, colony a couple seasons ago. They were whatever. Like that's a thing. Like at this point, the ABC viewing audience that watches these shows should know what that is. You know, like ugh. yeah. So Gross. tie it into Agents of Shield. Have have Coulson open up the trail or something. Something to let people know, hey, this this and this are to, together. If there's if like if Coulson and those guys are not at least in this show in some capacity, that will be a pretty major failing. Because again, like the the model exists with what DC and the CW are doing, man. Like any episode, any random episode, like Barry can run his ass to Star City and have a conversation with Felicity Smoke. Even though like if Aaron's not in it, the supporting cast can be in literally any episode. And that's kind of cool you know like is it because it it you know they, they you know every episode of all those shows they're definitely in the same world as each other and you know i get you might not be able to do that with like you know the abc shows and the netflix shows because schedules are so different and like you know the where the plots are are you know they don't necessarily know ahead of time and you can't do that with like the freeform shows i get all that but like the abc shows should feel like they're together you know that's that's kind of weird Hmm. It's it kind of makes you wonder why they didn't make this a a, a movie. You remember when it was supposed to be a movie? <laughs> yeah. yeah, they watched the trailer and I was like, oh god. Well, they hadn't shot movie. anything yet when they decided well, it wasn't going to be a movie. They, they you know, I think it's because they one had a shitload of movies, and they built they spent they spent a lot of time building you know, the mythology of the Inhumans on TV already. Like, so that ki- part kind of makes sense, but if they're not going to build off of that, what's the fucking point? Odd. Very odd. But hey, maybe we're being unfair. Maybe, you know, the sea of, like, 12 extras wearing monochromatic clothes and, and no way looking visually interesting <laughs> will make good Inhumans. Who knows? Like, like, <laughs> Maybe that bland sea of humanity, inhumanity will be interesting characters. Who knows? All hanging out in their apartment complex. <laughs> yeah. All right. 
yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe I'll wait until it pre- premieres on ABC. I don't know if I'm going to rush out. Watch, uh, you're not going to watch that. Like, <laughs> okay, okay. On our computer screens right now, we're like, this looks kind of low rent and shitty. Imagine that, <laughs> fifty feet tall. <laughs> fifty feet tall and fourteen bucks a ticket. Yeah, like, ugh, gross. All right. Yeesh. All right, we'll take a break, wash our hands of that fucking nonsense. And I got to go fix this toy on the shelf because I noticed it was wrong an hour ago and it's been grating at me ever since. Yeah, I got to go fix that. So, yeah, I'm going to go uh, take a moment to adjust my craziness. Way back, we're talking about Spider Man, which was not icky, was not gross. In fact, it's quite good. It was sticky. It was definitely sticky. <laughs> Didn't make me feel gross. It made me feel happy. Happy inside. Big joy moment. Joy moments. Talk about that after the break. All right. Love you, kids. Bye. Break.
ripped apparel is your one-stop shop for limited edition t-shirts featuring all the crap that you already like anyway every day you're going to see three new limited edition designs available only for 24 hours that's just a single day after that they're gone forever and uh best yet if you want to check them out buy a little something something they're going to throw a little kickback to us your folks your friends here at the podcast so go to panelsonpages.com Click that banner at the top of the page or on the sidebar at pcn.panelsonpages.com. Or you can just update your bookmark. Check it on your phone every single morning. That's what I do. Uh, ripped. That's R-I-P-T dot panelsonpages.com. T-shirts start at just 10 bucks, and they'll kick us a little something every time. Help us keep the lights on. Help us keep the podcast going. Help us keep the side, side up and get you a pretty cool T-shirt, man. Cool swag, cool shirts, good people, good deals from your favorite podcast. So check it out, rip.panelsonpages.com, 24-hour limited edition t-shirts that are pretty damn awesome. Check it out. And uh, now back to your regularly scheduled podcast. One of the uh, challenges, now they're doing the uh, YouTube broadcast and putting the show up on YouTube, which I love. It's a great idea. I think it's been overall a great success. Can't complain. Good stuff. But one of the challenges is finding music now, you know, because music right. I thought I the fuck I wanted to up there, and it was, you know, not the way it should be anymore these days. You know what I'm saying? So form a band, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was thinking we probably need to focus more along the lines of like comedy bits and shit like that that we could put together between the breaks. But that also takes a lot of, you know, man hours and and brainstorm yeah, I, and stuff yeah, like that. I love doing that kind of shit. It's just. This time, you know, but, but you know, stuff like that that those. we can just kind of uh, rotate in and out. You know, we, we don't necessarily have to have new stuff every week, and then and then you know, we got a lot of Pond Five music and so on and so forth. But uh, yeah. yeah, getting some actual bands to give us uh, music to use would be cool. Yeah, so like you know, so I've just been finding these uh, you know like websites with like Creative Commons kind of music, whatever you know, all that kind of shit, you know. And it's just finding some that don't suck is just not always easy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we know it. We know it, homie. We know. Well, I know it. you know. I know we you know. know. We know. But yeah, we've. I mean, we've been cutting videos together using royalty-free music for damn near seven years now. So we've compiled a nice little catalog of stuff that that nice. we can use. Missed the days where we didn't give a fuck. Yeah. JM, you got a band? What's up? I am on. Can you guys hear me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can hear you. You got a band? A band? What? <laughs> are you in are you in a band or do you have like a Oh, like a, a music collective? Like are you like the P Diddy of your own bad boy? Sure. Okay, cool. <laughs> so so we like, need some I'm, I'm great in the shower, I think so. Hey. Oh. That's what, what the you know, that's what Mahoney's mom said. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Mahoney. Your mom's great. Uh, John yeah. Michael would be lucky to have a shower with her. <laughs> <laughs> so John She's Michael lucky to have a shower with him. John but, Michael, uh, you know, friends of the show know know John Michael. You know, longtime population member. Also it, co-host of hashtag likes Japan shit. Oh yeah, co-host of likes Japan shit. I saw yeah, him. So coming yeah. next week. So this dude just got back from his fifth viewing of Spider-Man: Homecoming. Fifth. 
Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, fifth. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, let, let's recap for the listening audience. Of the of like movies, what are your like top three that you've seen the most in theaters? Um, I I actually have a list on my phone. I okay. keep a running count so I don't forget. God but bless you, John Michael. Of course, Beer. of course. Um, number one is Captain America: Civil War with sixteen. Uh, Winter Soldier. Uh, Captain America: The Winter Soldier is number two with fifteen. Oh, just oh, nice! I can handle that. Well, I tapped out at 15 of the Winter Soldier because I just was busy, and when Civil War came out, I'm like, I have to do at least one more. I was going to do 20, but then I thought, if I keep escalating like this, by the time the fourth Avengers movie comes out, I'm just going to have to quit my job and live at the theater. <laughs> Get a job at the Yo, theater. <laughs> yeah. And then the third most is Power Rangers at 12. Wow! I, I did not realize that you saw Power, Power Rangers, Rangers so many times. He loves Power Rangers. Get off his back. Yeah, but even the new one? Yeah, yeah oh, that's, I love that's the, the one movie. he's talking about. Right? The the new one's the one you're talking about, right? Yeah, that is correct. Okay. That's what I thought. I haven't seen it. I... <laughs> it's good. I really like it. It's really good. It's good. I think you would like it, Jose. They're good. So, are yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah, are we to believe that you enjoyed it, JM? <laughs> I liked it quite a bit. <laughs> Five it's times. Now, it's now tied for ninth most i've seen a movie with one two three four five six other movies whereas so. where is it in your overall ranking of quality as far as mcu movies go uh i've been trying i've been thinking about that and it, i'm i'm struggling trying to determine that because we also had guardians of the galaxy volume two this summer so i'm trying to place them sure That's um, every time one of these really 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 great ones comes out like the question always comes up but where does it rank and it's getting harder yeah, it really is. Like, like I've seen a lot of people saying that it's their favorite MCU movie of all time, and I am definitely, yeah, I'm definitely not going to go that far. I'm definitely, it's definitely a top five for me. But like, by far, unequivocally, the best Spider-Man movie of all time. Oh God, yes, without doubt. Yeah, yeah, like not even. I remember talking a couple weeks ago about you know maybe you know. Before yeah, before we got really ball deep in the basketball, I'm like maybe we'll watch uh you know the first Spider Man movie or something. You know, we haven't had a movie night in a while. Well, we had we had also talked about doing Spider Man three because that's the awful one, and yeah, we had also yeah. talked well, about doing the Japanese Spider Man show as a cross promotion with like Japan shit. But we just got we were too busy talking about fictional characters <laughs> shitting their pants playing basketball, so none of that should happen. I still have it up with yeah. Spider Man two though. But here's the Spider Man like, Two is is good. Spider Man it's, Two it's great. has a spot in my heart that will always be there, and and this sure. is by far one of the best. But I still have Spider Man Two like by a little. Spider Man One even by in its oh in I its enjoyed day, this way more than the first Spider Man. But, but in Spider its Man day, Spider Man One was great. Spider Man Two upped the ante. But I think. Because they so seamlessly integrated Spider-Man into the MCU, they were able to rip it out of Sony's hands, and across the board, like there's really not much at all to complain about in this movie. No. I, I feel like if we did sit down and watch even the first Spider-Man, even Spider-Man 2, I feel like through the prism of today, right. 
I'll bet it doesn't hold up as well as we would think it does. It's, it's kind of a goofy Sam Raimi movie by yeah, comparison. They, they nailed Doc Ock. I don't know. I sure, love it. sure. I love it. No, no. I love it. Well, like, here's the thing. For as much as you say they nailed Doc Ock, and I, I, remember, I have very fond memories of Spider-Man 2. Do not get me wrong. Like, I'm not shitting on Spider-Man 2 at all. But there is a sequence in which Alfred Molina has a silent conversation with his octopus arms. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, 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 I will say this, though. Once Marvel does Dr. Octopus, that will be the Dr. Octopus. Sure. I'm not saying, like, it's going to hold up forever because that's only because Marvel hasn't done Dr. Octopus yet. So, spoilers abound for Spider-Man Homecoming, but let's be real. You've all fucking seen it. Yeah. But I still think because after this movie, Venom is in the MCU. No. Venom is... Is not in the MCU, and we'll talk about that in a minute. We got to talk about uh, that. Yeah, but as of right now, as of this recording, Ven- the Venom movie will not take place in the MCU. Says who? Says uh, Kevin, Kevin Feige. Feige. Says Amy Pascal. Yeah, they, they've gone so far as to say that Spider-Man might not even be in the Venom movie, right? Or the Silver Sable Black Pan- Black yeah, uh, right. Cat movie. Yeah, so fuck it. Let's talk about it right now. Yeah, yeah. So, so Where are we? The, the <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Bill spinoff movies like Venom. Fucking Venom. And they're getting fucking... It's Tom Hardy, right? Is yeah. playing Venom, yeah. is that right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so they're doing that, but it's been implied no Spider-Man. Right. Like, he will not even be in... Well, he doesn't have to be if they don't make it flash. Well, no, I mean, Eddie, Eddie Brock is as, is more tied to Spider-Man than the flash venom is the reason that venom works. Which one's, which one's the astronaut one? That's that flash. That was flash. No, no, no. Flash was the bullet. That's, he was a that's John Jameson. John Jameson like, was the astronaut, okay. astronaut, but he wasn't, he wasn't venom. They used John Jameson as a device to bring the symbiote to earth in the nineties cartoon. Yeah, well, because I thought he was asking about Venom Space Knight, the one that no, no, was Guardians no, no, that, of the that, Galaxy. That, that's the Venom I meant, though. Oh, the Space Knight is Flash Thompson, yes. He was one of the Guardians of the Galaxy for a minute, and he was a Space Knight. But, like, no, well, no, no, you not, can't not get there without that Andy one. <laughs> and, like, the reason Venom becomes Venom and, like, the reason that, like, that symbiosis works is because you got Eddie Brock, a guy who's kind of you know discredited as a journalist and hates Peter Parker or hates Spider Man so much, and hates Peter Parker for that matter. Hates these fucking guys so much, and this you know alien creature that's more or less like a jilted lover who hates them as much and knows they're one and the same. They get together and suddenly you got your fucking chocolate and your peanut butter, and there you go. You got your venom yeah. Reese's peanut butter cup. Okay. You know, like, what if they go with the astronaut gets the suit? It's not related to Peter Parker, but Spider-Man does eventually get the black suit, but rejects it. And that's where that hate comes from, because then you can have them separate and then eventually bring them together. Because where they're at right now is they're going one way. And this Spider-Man was a really big fucking test. And if it does fucking amazing, which it is, why would you not? Just work it out. I think best case scenario, this movie does incredibly, which it has uh, so far. It, it's uh, the s- second biggest opening of the year behind Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, the the biggest 
opening for a Spider-Man movie of all time, I believe. So, best case scenario, I feel, is it does so well, and it's so critically well-received, that Kevin Feige sits down next to Amy Pascal and goes, Look, you can fucking keep all the box office receipts, but we're putting a, a, the brakes on this Venom movie, and we're going to do it the way it should be done. Yeah, but that's not going to happen. Man, like, dude, I, I, I got the brakes on anything. They legit goosebumps. Before the movie even started, when the Marvel Studios crawl starts, whatever, it's like, yes. Dun, 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 dun. I'm like, oh my yes. god! Like, I, I, I came a little bit. <laughs> I, a little bit. I, I have seen it five times, and I get goosebumps so intense that I almost start convulsing every time. <laughs> it, just, it got me so good. Had so had the integration of the MCU been limited to, uh. You know, the events of Civil War and Iron Man kind of being uh, Peter's mentor, then I would be okay with Venom and so on and so forth not being in the MCU. But from the first frame of that movie, this Spider Man is balls deep in the MCU. <laughs> All of his villains are created because of the Avengers incident. And that's so far. Yeah, but they can still <laughs> do something like that. I mean, you, you're not. Okay. I I, feel, I get but what you're saying, this Jose. Goes, I just get... goes straight. The, the Venom movie is a go, and it it's a, it already is what it is. Everything's already out. You can still make it work and still have it fit without needing Spider Man. It's, it's not going to be the Venom we grew up on, but but it, we're it's, not going to get that. It's more of forcing it to make it fit than having it fit correctly the way it should well you're not going to get correctly the way it should i, but, I, I mean, think they, they, you know they we work, we always said in. we always said that you know spider-man would never be in the mcu and he fucking is isn't he so then why can't that be the same with this venom ending up in the mcu I, i'm just saying because this ruined out until I see the mcu that's kind of the idea i'm cool with this venom being in the mcu but i think this venom needs to be like the Thanos of yeah, the, the Spider-Man universe. But not for like three more movies. Right. Yeah. That's yeah, that's I my point. Like, kind of skipping ahead a like, little bit. Like, uh, Jose, you and I talked about maybe having the symbiote be teased in Infinity War. Like someone comes home with the symbiote somehow. And then and that's actually where it comes. Like he, the, the right. symbiote came from Secret Wars. Right, right, right. So and then, then it still can... It still could work. We still yeah, but don't know what Venom's going to be. It can't. It, it it shouldn't work with Venom coming out next year. Right. Is exactly. The, is the point? It it, well, it sh- shouldn't. It should. But, but would you rather? Would okay. Venom's happening no matter what. So would you rather it be on its own, or would you rather it be a part of it? I don't agree that Venom is happy no matter what because they were talking about a, a Sinister Six movie that never happened. They're talking about a Venom movie that never happened too about ten years. Yeah. Ago. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I would. I think casting Tom Hardy as like we're not talking about it like he is Venom. It's gonna happen. Yeah. Well, well they've they... done that with The Rock and the DC movies and the as Black Adam, and they announced that like two, yeah. three years ago, and, and nothing. And yeah. has Tom, happened it, it was announced to like come out. Way after all the other movies. Tom Hardy was supposed to be Rick Flagg in Suicide Squad, remember? Right. Yeah, so yeah but he left, though. That, that, yeah, but that's different. He left. So that's not to say I mean, that he, he won't leave, leave Venom, too. 
I feel like Sony's only half learned their lesson. No, like, uh, correct. Still You're hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yes, uh, but they sh- by just reading the response to Spider-Man: mm-hmm. Homecoming, they should learn that. Wow, <laughs> like we've well, been. Let me ask this. We've question. been doing this for fifteen years, and like Marvel swoops in, and finally, like there's a Spider-Man movie that everybody loves. Let's just, let okay, ask. let's just go into a little bit. So the movie begins, and it's you know. The day after Avengers. Right. You know, like, uh, and Michael Keaton plays Tombs, future Vulture, and he's like, great, here we go. All my guys are here. We got this big fat contract with the city. We're set for fucking ever. Like, we're going to clean this shit up for, you know, we're cleaning up this Chitari. We're, we're, we're cleaning up this Chitari space whale. Yeah. I mean, these, these fuckers are huge. There's like nine of them down here. <laughs> we're going to be busy for a while. Like, this is, it's all good, guys. Let's get to work, you know. In comes some broad from the government with all of her cronies. Time daily. Like, Is this motherfucker going to be damage control? There's damage control. Yeah. <laughs> the Department of Damage Control, you know, conceptualized by Tony Stark, leaves this guy, this fucking working class guy. I'm like, this motherfucker comes in and, and, you know, boots us out. And the guys that were there were real shitty about it, you know. Yeah. But they got this I- truck full of alien shit. They've already got, you know. And I'm like, hell no, we're not going to turn it in. Let's fucking... Let's sell it. And, like, there's your villain turn. Eight years ago. Eight years later. shit under the radar for eight years, and it's fucking brilliant. Because that's, that's the thing that I think this movie does so well that they never do, is that in any, even the Marvel movies, which I think, you know, we all generally, you know, universally love, like, the stakes are appropriately small in Spider-Man Homecoming. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It not only do you give us the origin of basically a whole supervillain team all in one fell swoop, but their whole motivation is fuck it, we're gonna go rob banks. We're gonna sell weapons, which is like a Spider Man villain thing to do. Yeah, we're not looking for infinity gems. We're not trying to take over the world. We're not shit. trying like, to turn know. Manhattan into lizard people. <laughs> we're not, we're not Opening a portal with a bunch of trash falling out of the sky, like they're doing every one of these goddamn movies. Like, like it's just you know, not to bag up, but it's all the shit that Suicide Squad did wrong. Mm-hmm. This movie really did right. You know, like it's 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 so smart, and like you know they've presumably been doing this shit for years. It only becomes an issue because like Spider Man stumbles across them by happenstance one night. Yeah, I I really feel like between this and Logan. We're starting to. They're, hopefully, they're starting to realize that not everyone has to be a world-ending movie. It can be small. It can be small stakes and be appropriate and good because of that. Well, even yeah. Tony Stark touches on that. He's like, "You, you be on the ground. You're the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. We'll take care of the the big worldwide threat." Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, just, and you know, it's, and you, you've got that all that great shit in there. All that that good character stuff. One of the best, if one of the, one of the best Marvel villains in a movie, hands down, because you know, he's not like. I don't want to say he's not a bad guy because he's a bad guy, but generally speaking, I get the vibe that like the shit they're doing doesn't really hurt anyone. You know what I mean? Like they're like knocking shit over. Like you know, I'm sorry, robbing a bank is a victimless crime. That shit's insured. It's fine. You know. Like, <laughs> And even when uh, he vaporizes this boy, he's like, I thought this was the anti-gravity guy. Yeah, that, 
if you think about it, like, no, nah, man, that's that one. Like, well, I don't like. I don't even think that they like if they haven't like definitively robbed a bank because that those bank robbers, it's implied that they have they um got the weapons from the vultures. They bought so the weapons. They, yeah. they weren't doing a rob. They were like, just selling. Yeah, they were just they were, the arms were, dealers. Yeah, they were taking from like they were essentially being the cleanup crew after damage control. Right, they were stealing right, yeah. from damage control, making the weapons, and then you know people would rob using those weapons but yeah good point vulture yeah. didn't actually do yeah, they that. probably yeah. had the contracts to clean up any damage that any of these robberies like they probably mm-hmm. cleaned up that little corner but still they're they're doing armed robbery by you know robbing those trucks it's still it's still like low-key villain guy, stuff but he's not you know even right you know what i mean like, right, not tenting his fingers, evil. Yeah, he, yeah, he's he's in a he's doing this to make money to provide for his, himself and his family. He's not trying to take over the world. And fucking yeah. business is good. You see that house? Yeah, <laughs> okay, right. And his chocolatey ass wife and daughter. Yeah, I love that he basically became what he hated, but still had the mentality that he was getting fucked over by everybody. If you like, uh, going back to uh, his dude being vaporized, if you think about it, that's the only murder. That yeah. he he perpetuates on screen. And it was an accident. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but man, his suit looks cool. His whole thing is rad. The the bomber jacket get... that uh, oh, so sub, cool. subs for yeah, the, right. the vulture feathers. Boss. You uh, get Tinkerer. You get Shocker. You get the Scorpion. You get two Shockers, yeah. Two Shockers. Who am I missing? And then you got uh, Donald Glover plays Aaron Davis. Ultimate Prowler, which right. is kind of cool. Who is also Miles Morales's uncle? Yeah, that was so cool. That was so I loved that. Which scene at the the garage where like he's got the enhanced interrogation mode on it and just fucks it all up? You know, you need to get better at this part of the job. (laughs) He's running away. He's like, "That's gonna dissolve in two hours." He goes, "Oh hell no! You gotta fix this. I got ice cream and shit in here." He's like, "You deserve this, you criminal." He was so perfectly used in that movie. Like, great supporting turn. Just so well done, yeah. And and fucking Holland is so good as Peter Parker. Like you you feel him every minute he's on screen. He's having a good time. Yeah, it's a, it's and a so different you, Peter Parker and Spider Man than we've ever seen. He's he's never a fan. Gotten the Spider Man movie that is also like a legit coming of age story, and this very much is yeah. that John Hughes yeah. movie. And even even the whole movie felt kind of like childish in the beginning, and then. As the movie went with the tone and with the characters, everything started to mature to the point where his he matures by the end of it. Like, you know, know what? Know what? I don't want to be an Avenger right now. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's a great. His arc in the movie is really solid and well-defined, man. Like, and the really suit. Good. God damn. Yeah. God damn the suit. <laughs> Did you guys they realize just... who the voice of the suit was? Yeah, no. that's all. I love that so much. Jennifer Connelly. No shit. Yep. Yeah. She's married to Paul Bettany. So. Right. Yeah. And this is ass to ass herself. Huh? And she That's was uh, Betty Betty Ross in the, uh, the Angry Hulk. Angry Hulk. Hulk yeah. yeah. You know, not the same it universe. Sounded like you said Angry Hulk. Angry <laughs> <laughs> Hulk. Hulk's so angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. <laughs> but uh, and, and the bit in the car where Tombs puts together who he is oh. is such a good yeah. bit of business. Yeah, where they, they were fucking around with like the lights, where it went from red to green. And he yeah. was. I, oh my god, 
I I love ever since I saw like every viewing since the first one. I know that's coming, and the rest of the audience that I'm with doesn't. I love to hear the reactions because every when the door opens up and it's I've him. been in. Yeah, every viewing, people audibly gasp. One tonight, one woman just screamed out, "Oh snap!" <laughs> that's, that's the beauty of Jungle Fever is they're able to hide that <laughs> swerve so yeah. good. No lie, <laughs> didn't see it coming. But they set it up from the beginning. Even Peter Parker had Jungle Fever, yeah. so he should have known. <laughs> no I lie. Like watching it. I like watching it again because when um, Shocker and the other thug go to the school to track the energy pulse of the Chitari energy core that Peter had taken, they have a little bit of a line about like how, um, you know, their boss won't like where they are. Like he, he won't like that. We're here. Oh and yeah. Huh. Then it makes... pick, you don't pick up on that the first time. Cause it's just, well, whatever. But knowing that like, Hey, his daughter goes here. Yeah. Uh, once, really nice. once Peter's walking up to the door, I thought for a second, I was like, Oh shit. He, uh, the door's going to open. And it's going to be Bokeem Woodbine. You know, because ob- obviously, but when it was Michael Keaton, I was like, all right, all right. What? I thought like 2017, gonna, man, I thought he was going to knock on the door and like the vulture was going to swoop down and snatch him up or some shit. That's what I thought was going to happen. Like, uh, yeah, in the suit. my mom was saying she thought like they'd be kidnapped and he answered the door. The family's tied up inside or something. Yeah. No, what they did, it was way better <laughs> way better speaking of be like being all dad and shit and he's just sweating balls like, <laughs> uh could you uh leave us alone i'm gonna have the dad talk with oh pedro <laughs> he I'm was doing about. he was doing his beetlejuice voice <laughs> love it love it crazy i don't like and, and uh, you can call it nitpicky all you want to is like i the the character that end up being MJ oh, is unrecognizable as an MJ. Oh well, my god! Right now, because they were throwing the fucking swerve. Right now, the next one, I guarantee you, really, as she matures, she's not even Mary Jane. They, this is by far my only problem with the movie is this whole MJ thing. Like I enjoyed that character, but like right. and she kept popping up. I'm like, is that chick supposed to be? Because I remember. Oh my god, MJ's a black chick. Is that supposed to be her? I don't know. Like, I like that character. Well, it like, was, was it was fun. MJ's a black chick, and everybody went nuts. And then Marvel's like, no, her name's Michelle. And then in over the course of the movie, like they, they never don't, refer to her by they, name. They don't say her name until they they that say the so teacher obvious. the teacher says her name when they're at the Washington Monument, calls her Michelle. And I was like, yeah. okay, well, she's oh, not Mary right. Jane. And then I think they say her name one other time, right? Right uh, when the teacher says that she's the captain of the the mathletes team. Now, ever picked it up at the end? That to that moment there. Uh, yeah. So, like, like, if you're gonna actually, like, if she's gonna be MJ, don't call her Michelle in the movie at all. Like, yeah. let her be MJ. Let her be Mary Jane Watson. Like, let her be. Why can't she, the, I know. Again, it, we're sucking this movie's dick so hard, but like. That's a really weird move. I don't yes. understand the point. Yeah, of that. like, like, why of all things have that be a reveal? That's re- that seems like something Sony came up with and well, jammed in there. That felt very Dark Knight Rises, the Robin. Right, right. That's exactly what I said. And yeah. I like the Dark Knight Rises Robin reveal because it kind of works within Nolan's universe where Robin would be stupid. Robin would be stupid, just. Going along with the Christopher Nolan Bat movie 
tone. So having him be quote unquote Robin, I liked, and it was a cool little nod at the very end of this long epic trilogy. But compare that to, oh, my friends call me MJ. My name's actually Michelle Jones. I'm not actually Mary Jane Watson, but let's just throw this in there at the end as a little Easter egg twist. No, no, not having it. I, I have that character. I have um, no problem if they had made her just flat out Mary Jane. I don't even care that they like chainality if she was Mary Jane. Like I don't. I like Mary Jane, but I'm not married to to her personality enough. Where if they changed her, I would care. What I don't like is the the half assed of it. Right. Like she's MJ, but not like if right. they're going. If they never have Mary Jane in this, and her name, and this is like their. You know, like sort of MJ, and it's supposed the name's supposed to evoke that, but she's not. That's still we. Yeah, I, full full out. Go. This is our Mary Jane. Fuck all of you. This is who. This is what we're doing. Hundred percent. I hundred percent agree. Uh, because now, if they if they actually put Mary Jane in there, now you've got two characters with MJ. Like, yeah. I, <laughs> it's fucking dumb. It's, and, it's and stupid. Jane, you know, and Mary Jane is, you know, the love interest. She's always, she's always going to be the love interest. You know, it's either her or. You know, and that's Gwen Stacy. I, I don't mind that she wasn't the love interest in this movie. Like, you know, it's fine. I don't mind it at all. But just that there's nothing about that character that makes any sense as MJ. Very weird. Very I wonder odd. if they'll just like they've said that they might do MJ, but I wonder if they just won't because we had MJ in the Raimi movies and Gwen Stacy in the Amazing Spider-Man movies. Maybe they're thinking, you know what? We're just going to create our own character. Yeah, she's called MJ, but like this is who she's going to be. Gross. I'd be. Like, I could see them doing that. I think I, you're right, though. Not. It does seem like a Sony thing to do. Like, I can yeah. just imagine them being as a meeting. They're like, no, no. <laughs> she's, she's MJ? We're not budging, Feige. This, this is our fucking, fucking hill to die on. <laughs> yeah, no, this, is, this is the thing. See, I like the idea of she's this emo kind of no makeup, a little she's a little greasy looking, and she's very antagonistic towards yeah. Peter. Which I like I the like I, that part. I liked her character a lot. Actually. I like the idea of imagining That's the best. <laughs> a character arc of her and Peter over their four years of high school, where you know she grows out of her ugly duckling phase and she's busting Peter's balls all four years out. A high school and then you know senior year or whatever they graduate and she's fucking banging hot and like they finally legally changes her name to mary <laughs> <laughs> no no this this is in my universe where she's actually mary jane in in my imaginary universe but but the michelle shit like, get the fuck out of here get the fuck out of here with that mj stuff like and ha- having that be at the end of the movie it's like oh man you guys like you couldn't resist fucking it up just a tiny little bit yeah yeah the final <laughs> moment you gotta fuck it up just a bit you put, your, put the fuck up toe in the water you know? <laughs> just, they, they should have just made they should have just made her like felicia hardy or something like just pick a different love interest that we really haven't done before <laughs> drop like a little bit of pee in the far far end of the pool way away from where you are like, oh, it's gonna get here eventually Gross. i like i like uh, the felicia hardy idea what's also funny is as part of the mathletes betty brant is a mathlete but she's blonde with a black headband and like what what is that make you think when you think spider-man like could you not have right. given her a different piece of wardrobe 
Yeah. But if they make her hardy, then they can bring her brothers in on the next one. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then and then Venom can be her brother too, because Tom Hardy. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I don't like want to draw on too much, but it's a, a really weird thing, and it, you know, after I tweeted it, but you know, kind of. Discovering several times during the movie, I'm like, "Why the fuck does my face hurt?" <laughs> oh, I've been smiling for ten minutes. That's why. Oh, okay, great. You know, it's like after so much of that to be like, friends call me MJ. I'm like, "Fuck you!" Ew! <laughs> I literally Ew. when when we went out to lunch afterwards, and that topic was brought up, and I I just fucking jerk off motioned in the middle of the restaurant. God, <laughs> <laughs> no. I watched that whole movie with that is MJ the whole time. Right. Because because we knew. So, so I mean, what, whether what, Michelle, whatever. It, it, it's I, I didn't know. Because, like, but, you know, whatever. I don't know any of these fucking young up and coming, you know, Disney star actors. Any one of them could have been Zendaya. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I really want them to kind of just go say fuck it go back and redub when they call her michelle and change it to mary yeah and just be like you know what you are fixed it for the home video right. release well, they yeah. can't change it because uh, never mind it would have been it. no it's it's much easier just to not ever call her michelle yeah that's yeah. silly that's silly it's it's such a weird little thing to include and and it's such a weird twist and plot device that like of all the characters you're gonna tease, why Mary Jane? Yeah, you got Matt Gargan in there, played by that that fucking dude from Breaking Bad. And that Better was Call great. Saul. I love that guy. I know? loved when uh, because they they name him on the boat. They name yeah. they named him on the ferry, and I I heard Matt Gargan and Jose's been talking about uh, he's wishing they'd bring Scorpion in. I heard Matt Gargan and it took yeah. everything in my power not yeah. to elbow him in the fucking side when they named yeah. him on the ferry. Well, I, and I knew it once they said his name. I was like, okay, he's he's somebody, somebody. <laughs> but I don't know what a Matt Gargan is. <laughs> head's always on Matt fire. Gargan is also a Venom too. Okay? Yes, exactly. He was the fucking awesome Dark Avengers Venom. Yeah. The Thunderbolts yeah, no. Venom. But uh, they, they did, after they, they fucked up with the MJ stuff, they recovered beautifully in the last shot of the movie. Yes. Where, you know, Peter's in his room, he pulls the costume off, you got the out-of-focus Aunt May in the background. What the, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> I love it. I love it because... Love it. We've talked about like this... it harkens back to the first Iron Man movie where he outs himself at the end. Like, it... I like that, like... Re- reveal to people and then credits you remember how much we complained about um karen in daredevil being just a total dumb idiot and always complaining about matt murdoch and foggy and why why are they always keeping secrets why they seem like they're living a double life that shit where you're keeping your secret identity secret from someone is some of the most boring just painful stuff to sludge through in these superhero movies. And you don't want hot Marissa Tomei Aunt May to look like a total fucking dummy. So letting her know that he's Spider-Man is brilliant. And She's and so it, it removes that whole subplot of... Exactly, exactly. Oh, and Jose... And you, the new subplot, like the thing that we've actually never seen in a Spider-Man movie, where she's like, what the fuck are you doing? You know, like... Yes. 
please stop. Like, you know, please don't do this. Isn't in the comics the whole thing was like they said, oh, she knew the whole time. So why? Probably. Why have him play the bullshit of hiding it if she knew the whole time? Because she didn't really know the whole time. That was like some clone saga shit, I think. you, You try and hide it from her because Uncle Ben's death is still fresh. Right. And she doesn't want him in danger. And he's instead of running the opposite direction, he's running straight towards danger. Type Marissa Tomei into Google, and then one of the first things that comes up is a story from Screen Rant. Spider-Man Homecoming. Why, quote-unquote, hot Aunt May is a problem. Fuck you. She See, was delightful. And I, I got I two saw, lines into that article, and I'm like, I'm not reading this. This is bullshit. I Fuck saw a couple people mention how they wish her character wasn't just that she was hot. And I didn't get that. Like, uh, get me, that either, actually, me no. as a warm-blooded cis white male yes she is hot aunt may but she played a good aunt character sure tony yeah. stark hit on her a little bit the guy at the restaurant ned had a little bit of a crush on her but she had more than just hot aunt may yeah i think they had like you know she didn't have a whole lot of scene but like what she had was really good i liked them uh a the little dinner scene i thought was pretty yeah. fun like oh, i liked her a lot Fuck i that. saw an amazing tweet yesterday it was that Marissa Tomei, today, in Spider-Man Homecoming, is a year older than Rue McClanahan was when Golden Girls debuted. That's insane. <laughs> Marissa no. Tomei is 52 years old. Rue McClanahan was 51 when Golden Girls went on the air. To be fair, I think a lot of that might have to do with just the style of that era. Like, I think you put that hair on anybody, they're going to look 20 years older than they are. <laughs> And techno- technological advances help, you know, you live better now than yeah. 30 yeah, years she's ago. She's taking better care of herself in her 30s than Rue McClanahan was, I guarantee you. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. I, I just What did you, you guys think of uh, Flash Thompson? That's one of the other things that people have compl- I've seen complaining it a lot about. It was kind of strange like, for like, even bully Flash Thompson to also be a nerd. Yeah, but there's, there's fucking bully nerds. Oh, there mean, are. Look at us. There are. Look at us. Yeah, I, th- I think that's more. I think. I think that's more compelling and a little bit more true to like some of the things that are going on today than just you know jackass jock bully number one billion right. that we've seen right. in a movie. He's a he's a fucking but, rich internet troll. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. I've just seen people lose their minds on this, and I'm like, who cares about the fl- uh, Flash Thompson that much yeah. that they care he's not a job? He's been a white buff dude in two Spider-Man series already, and they did little to nothing with him. So yeah. why not? <clears throat> this well, movie was. Queens. I mean, yeah, you this... had to have one of the main characters Indian. Well, the, the the movie was brown as fuck, y'all. Yeah, it was. They <laughs> They said we are giving it all to mixed relations, jungle fever by the hero and the villain. And Jose, uh, Jose, and I have been working on uh, Comic Con India. Did a press junket with uh, Tom Holland and uh, Jacob Batalon, who plays Ned in uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming. We cut together the footage of that, and they put it out. (laughs) And he's uh, uh, Ned is bald in the interview. And so I'm watching this movie and I'm looking at his hair and like all the other press that he's done, he's been bald. Like he's fucking wearing a wig in Damn. that movie. Mm-hmm. And I, I wow. lean over to Jose. Yeah, you can tell if you look closely enough. And I found a couple articles that said, yeah, he's wearing a wig. That's weird. Like why? 
<laughs> why not? Why not just cast someone with hair or make the character <laughs> hairless? Because growing hair takes a long time, fellas. <laughs> well, then make the character bald. Yeah. You know, uh, I was. Where's the strict must have hair rule? That's a weird thing. That's a, that was a that Sony thing. That character is straight up gonky from Ultimate Spider Man. Like, 100%. 100%. Like, why they changed his name, I don't understand. Well, it, and makes, it really makes no sense because even if they do Miles eventually, now you can't use Gonky because it's like, oh, well, this is just Ned 2.0. Like, people, yeah. like you can't. Well, what if he's now. both of their friends? He just happens to know both of them. Right? But just though the way he looks, the way he talks, the way he acts, like it's that's the character. It's very odd. And his name the is where in one of the most recent issues of Spider-Man, which you know, which is now you know, Ultimate Spider-Man in the regular Marvel universe. Now he's uh, Gonky's having a conversation with somebody, and he doesn't want to tell her his real name. He's like, "What's your name?" He says, "Ned." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, then like, you sly son of a bitch. Yeah, when he when uh, Ned yells out that Peter knows Spider-Man, it reminded me so much of like a re- recently when Gonki outed uh, Miles to Gold Balls. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's right. <laughs> gold Balls. Nah, he's read a comic book sometime. <laughs> Gonki outed Miles to Gold Balls. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking gibberish. <laughs> Comics are stupid. <laughs> Gonky is kind of stupid. Well, what's funny is also his he's Ned Leeds. He's the Hobgoblin. What the fuck? Yeah, he's Ned. He's not just Ned. He's Ned Leeds who no ends shit. up being I didn't the Hobgoblin. Catch that. Yeah, that's well. They they never like they've said it in like press releases and stuff, but they never call him Ned Leeds in the movie. Right. And he's only credited as Ned in the credits of the movie. Okay, so. okay. I feel like I would so, like, if someone said Ned Leeds, I would have shit my pants and caught that. I feel like. Yeah, they can backpedal in the movies if they want to, but like all the Ned leads. Hmm. But I, Ned, watching the movie for the fifth time tonight, I realized one of the, <laughs> like, one of the, I, it really hit me one of the reasons I love this movie. And it, it's kind of twofold. It's both Karen and Ned. And it's that Pito, because, you know, in the comics, he's, you know, monologuing and, you know, the, the caption boxes, thought bubbles, everything. You know, Spider-Man's, like, always talking, even, even if it's to himself. And in the other movies, he had nobody to bounce anything off of that knew who he was. Right. And so, you know, in suit, once, he, once Karen is activated, yeah, yeah, he has somebody to talk to. Yeah. And then, you know, he's got Ned to talk to when he's out of suit and then also when Ned's, you know, guy in the chair in it. Yeah. And I really like that, that he had somebody to actually talk to. Uh, the bit where uh, uh, he's trapped in the damage control lockup, you know, and the big montage when I fuck around with Karen. He's like, how long have I been here? She says, 37 minutes. That's impossible. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get out of here. No, I love it. Great. Fucking great! Like I, I, I put it up there, really and truly. I put it up there with like you know, that first Iron Man. You know I mean, like it's just, it's just a damn perfect movie. Like, I can't can agree with that. MJ, notwithstanding, like you can't pull apart like what the movie's about. You know I mean, Don't, like well, it's just super tight. It, it is love... the new Iron Man because right. this is the new school of what's next for the MCU. Yeah, who's going to be around for a while? Iron Man is right. the guy that glued everything together. Spider Man is going to be the guy that glues the new teams together. The new, which 
cast makes, of everybody. Makes it even more Who do you important. think is going to be the next uh, Marvel character in the next uh, Spider-Man movie? They said it won't be Iron Man, but there will be one. Who do you think it'll be? I'm hoping Ant-Man. Um, Cap would be cool. Daredevil would oh. be really cool. Well, no, I like that because what? Okay, Iron Man's going to die instead of Captain America. It was the result of the Civil War. So Captain America takes up his mantle. Bucky ends up Captain America. Captain America takes up Iron Man? I thought that's what you just said. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, Did I'm saying... Did you just say who's going to be the next Iron Man? No, I'm saying that... No, what, what I Jam said like, is... who's going to be the, fulfill the role that Iron Man yeah. did in this one. They said it's not going to be Iron Man in the next movie, but it will be a Marvel character. Who, who's going to be the MCU character that's going to be his supporting character in the next Spider-Man yeah. movie? Okay, I'm And I said it should be Captain America, but Daredevil would probably be super cool. They won't do it, but that would be super cool. Oh, they fucking should! Yeah, never say never. Never say never. We That's just true. watched a Spider-Man movie uh, distributed That's by a Sony. Very good point. That's but a very in good the point. MCU, I did, I, all the Captain America shit was pretty funny too. Yeah, it was. Like, <laughs> oh my god! My favorite line in the movie is that I'm pretty sure this guy's a war criminal now. But you know, we, the state requires us to show this video. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's so balls deep in the MCU mythos, like and, and like, and, and it doesn't feel out of place because if Captain America were real, that shit would absolutely yes. exist. And if Spider-Man is going to be the lead horse for this next phase of the MCU, then they need to get this Venom shit and Black Cat. They need to get all that straightened out. They need they to do. have a. They need to have a plan. They need to work together. They need to calm their fucking tits. Or just tits. fucking let them. You know, let, let them, them up their own let, shit. Let them do the fuck they want to do, whatever. Like you know, they, they, you know. My understanding is they've got Spider Man on lock for like six fucking movies. You know or some what? Shit. Like I like that. I think they only have. I think they only have it worked out until after. Like they've got home, whatever the homecoming sequel will be, and then the next two Avengers movies. That's all that is. Like lockdown for the MCU Spider-Man stuff no, at this point. That's five movies. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that's a lot. Yeah. You know? But you would have thought just, that after the Tobey Maguire movies and after the Andrew Garfield movies, that people would turn their nose up at a, another Spider-Man reboot. But that's not the case. So if a Venom movie comes out and it's garbage, and if Marvel puts together an, a Venom movie, you know, five years later. You know, it's still gonna have some cachet to it. Yeah, very true. Very true. I like Marvel Studios has so much like they're they've got so much clout at this point, and like I think they did it perfectly by having Spider Man in Civil War by you know interesting about him, kind of start washing the taste of the yep. Amazing Spider Man movies out of people's minds, and then now people are like okay with there being a different Spider Man. Yep. 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 And this movie is so... I love how deep into the Marvel Universe this is without it being intrusive. Like, they mention, you know, it starts with the Avengers stuff. The Where they're salvaging things is where Hulk uh, punched Thor in uh, yep. the Avengers yep. at the beginning. Like, um, um, they mention Lagos. They mention... The Triskelion. Um, the Triskelion. And they yep. mention... The Cobia Accords. Like, they mention all this stuff, but it doesn't feel like... There's intrusive. 
pieces of pieces of Ultron bots. Fucking Bruce Banner is on the wall in one of Peter's classrooms. Like they've got a bunch of like old school scientists. Like they've got Tesla and Einstein and Bruce Banner. No shit. (laughs) That's cool. I and like the principal is a. Uh, the grandson of one of the Howling Commandos, yep. and he has a picture. And he, he, the same actor played the Howling Commando. Oh, shit, and that's yep. right, Principal Marita. Yeah, and he's got a picture of himself, essentially his grandfather, in his office that you can that's clearly cool. see. Yep, 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 yep. I do have to say this: I rewatched probably the first forty-five minutes of Amazing Spider-Man on FX this weekend. And I gotta give Amazing Spider. I am a fan of those Amazing Spider-Man movies. I can, yeah, yeah I, 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 I can I, identify I, their faults, which are many. Is kind of not great, but I, I mind the first one. I, I identify their faults. An almighty passion. The so score of those Amazing Spider-Man movies, probably one of my favorite superhero movie scores in the past fifteen years, and. The one thing Spider-Man Homecoming cannot hold a candle to the Amazing Spider-Man movies is the web-slinging. The web-slinging in the, in the Amazing Spider-Man movies is like riding a roller coaster. When you get those POV shots of him just going yeah. through the streets, but Homecoming, he's still getting his bearings. He he pretty much fucking sucks as Spider-Man. <laughs> I love the bit, too, where... For the first time ever, and they do it occasionally in the comic books, like Daredevil or Spider-Man will talk about it, but like, his mode of transportation, the webs, do fuck all in the suburbs. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think that's amazing. Like, you know, they, they never talk about it much in the comics even, but like, you know, he's, that long shot of him just running across the golf course, it sucks! <laughs> <laughs> that's why he gets that's a fucking funny. Spider-Mobile. Yeah. Uh good stuff check it out man go see it again go see, see if you can beat john michael's record son although i bet he's not done you gotta play catch up motherfuckers yeah man, I, I i do not 100 not done i do not suggest anyone does that you probably shouldn't do that how many times did you see guardians 2 um only five i would and I, while i do did really enjoy homecoming uh guardians 2 is still my, my favorite of the summer so far that's tough Guardians 2 is really good. I like this better than Guardians 2. They do such very different things. You almost can't compare them. Sure, 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 sure. You know? They're both both really good for very different reasons. It's it's hard because, like, as a a core character, I like Spider-Man more than any of the Guardians. And so that kind of, it's, I can't begin to compare them because they're, they're too different. But then I've got my daddy issues. <laughs> for me, Yondu is, 90%, Yondu is 90% of the draw for for Guardians 2 for me. Like, I, that's I did I like how about. Homecoming took a cue from Guardians and had some really interesting songs on the soundtrack. The, the couple of Ramon songs... There was a song in there that they did a montage to that I hadn't heard in years, but I just recently rewatched Kingpin, and it was on the soundtrack to Kingpin. So it's like within a week, I hear this song twice in so two weird. different movie montages. There was, a, there was a kid behind me in the theater, maybe God, maybe like you know ten somewhere in that neighborhood, or whatever. But like, whenever like those old Ramon songs would come on, over he would like kind of quietly sing along to him to himself. I'm like, this fucking kid rules. Guitar <laughs> like, hero, man. <laughs> You know, speaking of 
like daddy issues. I really liked the relationship between Peter and and Tony in this movie. Yeah. Where Tony's trying to be a mentor, trying to be better than his father was for him. And I like it because you feel like he, you've earned that from Tony because you've seen him make the mistakes through these movies. Right. So he, now he's trying to prevent Peter from doing it. Yeah. Like it, that it, scene where he tells him to shut up because it, the adult is talking. I, I love that moment. Yeah, Peter says he wants to be like you, and it's like, I don't want you to be better than me. You know? Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, it's, it's good. It's, oh, yeah, man. It's an earned moment, for sure. Gwyneth so, Paltrow know, looking fine. Oh, Gwyneth yeah. Paltrow looking super fine. And I was so glad to see her. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, could they pet shit up? That made me so happy. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. Like, you know, on screen and off, they pet shit up. <laughs> right? <laughs> I got to say, like, every time I watch the movie, I think to myself, who the fuck are the Avengers right now? Because, like, Tony's team was Spider-Man, uh, War Machine himself, Vision, Black Panther, and who am I forgetting? Um, Black Widow. Black Widow went on the run. Uh, War Machine can't walk as far as we know. Oh, but he can't uh, Like, you know, Black Panther's back in Wakanda. Black Widow's on the run? Spider-Man we've seen. So, like... Is the are the Avengers right now Tony and the Vision? Because like that's all, like <laughs> to, to, to Tony and the Vision. <laughs> is Black Widow on the run? Well, well yeah, like she, she left. turned on them. Remember? Yeah, she, she turned and then she left, and you know they said that she's coming. They're coming for her, and then she left, and that's the last we saw her in Civil War. Huh. I'm, I'm very anxious to see what happens with all those characters, like how they come together, and like because I think we get. We get Ant Man and the Wasp before Infinity Gaunt. Infinity War. Is that right? Uh, I think it's in between one and no, it's in between uh, and four. We get Black Panther, then um, we get. I think it's between three and four. What if Venom makes his debut in Black Panther? <laughs> <laughs> Man, talk about, like, we haven't talked about it. The trailer came out. I remember having some very it was a roller coaster of emotions that Black Panther day because that that poster came out. And it was like, oh, look at the Black Panther poster. I'm like, that Black Panther poster looks shit. <laughs> <laughs> that is I, some I thought real we did. bad Photoshop painting. I thought we did talk about the Black Panther trailer. Did we? Yeah, that was long enough ago. Yeah, I don't know if we did or not. I don't remember. But then the you know the, the trailer comes out. I'm like, okay, no. I'm back in. All right. It was fucking fire, son. Thor Ragnarok, November 3rd. Black Panther, February 16th. Infinity War, May 4th. Ant-Man and Wasp, July 6th. Captain Marvel, March 8th, 2019. Avengers 4, March 3rd, May 3rd, 2019. Wow. Spider-Man Homecoming, July 5th, 2019. Goddamn. It's an age of fucking wonders, kids. An embarrassment of riches. Yeah. <laughs> uh... Say it again. These kids, they don't know how much, how much how good they got it. Went my whole goddamn life for this. Yep, yep. So, like... Yeah, I, I see people complain about superhero f- fatigue, but Fuck like you. when I was growing up, like that's the those are the movies I wanted to see, like and yeah. and that's we get that now. Thank you. Yeah, no, 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 never superhero fatigue. Like every time I hear that, I'm like, go fuck yourself. You I, like you don't you don't go then. You feel superhero fatigue? Keep your happy ass at home. <laughs> I used to have notepads full of dream castings for all the marvel movies i had a entertainment weekly uh it was demolition man circa and there was a picture of sylvester stallone he's a kill baby he's about to get frozen so he's all naked but he's got those little uh like the sensors on him or whatever and i took a 
a black ballpoint pen and I drew Wolverine hair on that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that, that, that things happening now too. Where like every time like a mid to big level movie comes out, you can just look at the cast and go, "Oh, that guy was in Avengers. That guy's a Batman. That guy's right. Suicide Squad." You can fucking comic book up the entire cast. Everyone's fucking doing these things now because there's so many of them and the tapestry is so rich. Yeah, I don't typically like Dreamcast myself, but um, there's been talk that people want Craven for the next uh, Spider-Man movie. That'd be cool. And um, one name I heard thrown out was John Hamm, and I would be 100% down for John Hamm. John as... Hamm needs to be in a superhero movie one way or the other. I don't know That'd about really cool. Craven, but he is too handsome and too good looking and too chiseled not to be in a superhero movie. He I... make him uh, Josh Brolin. Yeah, but... <laughs> I was not a I, I was not a Mad Men guy. I didn't watch Mad Men, but I, I kind of seen bits and Nicole watched it, so I've seen him in bits and pieces. And whenever I see bits of that, it's really good. And I thought he was really good in Baby Driver. Oh yeah, oh, like, he's a he's a scumbag piece of shit, and he still is just beautiful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, he's a scumbag piece of shit, and I was like, take him home to meet my parents. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, like if they if they did the Craven thing, like an Ultimate Universe where he has a reality show and decides to like hunt Spider Man, I could see John Hamm playing that version of yeah. Craven. Oh yeah. my god! Yeah, because that was the, that was the plot of like the, one of the early arcs of Ultimate Spider Man was like Craven was a uh, uh, Craven the Hunter was almost like a, like a crocodile hunter type character. Like he had you know this show he would go around the world like you know sticking his thumbs up alligator's asses and shit like that. And he comes to New York to hunt. Spider-Man, you know? <laughs> Stick his thumb up alligator's asses. Good yeah, reference. Right? You know what we did? <laughs> Stick my <laughs> thumb right up his butthole. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, he gets gets embarrassed by Spider-Man. I think he, like, you know, webs his pants and pulls his pants out or something like that <laughs> on TV. Oh, I webbed my pants. And then he goes and gets himself fucking, you know, mutated into an animal man, you know? It was, it was very cool. Very cool. I can see it. Yeah, yes, please. All that. Oh, yeah. All right, let's have a comic book. Get the fuck out of here, because boy, it's good times. Oh shit, we're gonna do comic books. It'll be, it'll be fat. The problem with comic books is the ink comes off on your hands every time you turn the page. You have to wash your hands every fucking time, Philbert. Every time. Oh, <laughs> uh, real quick before we move on, JM, which yeah. one did you like better, Spider-Man: Homecoming or Suicide Squad? <laughs> 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 I I can't even formulate a response to that. Uh, I, like, I'm, I'm I kidding. Saw, I, I, I know. Saw, okay, you know. I know. But you know how many I saw. I saw Suicide Squad one time in theaters, and that was two times too many. <laughs> it's like you know, you, you don't want to fucking what? You can light a candle and not curse the darkness. Like it's, I, I don't want to shit in the mouth of those DC movies, but. They make it so easy. Oh, speaking of, after seeing Wonder Woman, seeing that Justice League trailer on the big screen, it made that Justice League trailer look a little bit better. You think so? I think, think so. so. Just be just having the baggage from Wonder Woman made me a little bit more excited for Justice League. Really? I, I honestly had the opposite reaction. Really, I did. I saw, I, I've seen it on the big screen after seeing Wonder Woman. I'm just like, it's not going to be as good as that at all. Like, it's, <laughs> he's gonna because you know because. Yeah, that's that's my worry. Is that we went so high with Wonder Woman, 
by the time this comes out, it's going to be like, the world in which the Wonder Woman movie exists is a tangible world. Like, they shot this motherfucker on location, whatever, and, you know, so many shots of that trailer are just them in a big green room. They look like they're floating on top of a CGI Batmobile. Like so it, fake. It looks so bad. Like it just looks like it looks terrible. Like uh, I, f- I feel like it's going to make just a shit ton of money though because it's gonna basically rot. It's gonna do what the Pirates of the Caribbean movies do and coast off of the first one's popularity. Like that's what's gonna happen with this, and it's just gonna be like people going because oh, like I liked Wonder Woman six months ago. I mean, Batman vs Superman was terrible. I made a bunch of movies. Suicide Squad was terrible. Makes a bunch of money. Like it doesn't matter. Like. Yeah, I think this one will probably might pass a billion though. It only took five Transformers movies before people started going. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that movie the last night <laughs> is one of the worst pieces of shit I've ever seen. You both <laughs> deserve it. <laughs> the lady said she wanted to watch that. I cut her such a side eye look. What? Share. <laughs> I am disappointed in you. <laughs> Well, she lo- she loves that shit. She uh, she loves the, all the pirates movies. We went and saw the new pirates, all, all that good shit. But even then, I, I I haven't seen the new pirates yet. But I enjoy those pirate movies. I really do. I enjoy them for what they are. I think they're they're like those are quintessential like big dumb popcorn movies. You know the cool set pieces. They're kind of, they're silly, but like. Those pirate movies know what they are. I feel like you know what I mean. Like the 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 tongue is always firmly planted in the cheek. You know, I, I enjoy that. There's no fun in these this Transformers movie. It's just, bleh. Uh, in case you're wondering, I looked it up real quick. Uh, the Academy Award winning Suicide Squad uh, brought in <laughs> 745 million dollars worldwide. Yeah, you bet. You better address it by its proper name. <laughs> I'm gonna show it the respect it deserves because all that wonderful makeup that happened in that movie that was way better than, I don't know, Star Trek Beyond. <laughs> just for uh, example. I just can't fathom anybody, look uh, me personally, looking at Killer Croc and going, eh, we'll give him an Academy Award. Yeah, that is an Oscar-worthy I have seen better looking Power Rangers villains than Killer Croc. 100%. I am not kidding. Saw one today. The monster I watched <laughs> today, his whole gimmick was taking guys' pants away. Not lying. <laughs> Ridiculous. Jungle John says Suicide Squad is my favorite movie. Now your applause of all time, <laughs> <laughs> or just of those shitbird movies. Uh, to be uh, fair, to um, be fair, like love Juggalo John and all that, but he does have the word Juggalo in his name, so you know, just respect, son. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, Suicide Squad might be the Citizen Kane of movies for Juggalos. <laughs> <laughs> Grammy winning juggalos, you better represent. That's actually a very fair point. Now that you mention it, that's a, that's a very good point. Uh, let's see what I got. Um, two things. Talk about Batman twenty six because it was fucking great. It's uh, part two of the War of Jokes and Riddles, so you kind of see the the ground laid of like you know what it was as the the, the escalation between Batman or sorry Riddler and the Joker picks up. Uh, and kind of the, the lines are kind of drawn. All the, the villains are taking sides. And, you know, slow build kind of things. But necessary, very important. And the art, man. like The frowning Joker is so creepy. Much more so than, like, smelling Joker. And, like, Joker 
like trying to smile into a mirror, but he can't pull it off because like, he's just it's fucking he's a groove back or whatever. But it's oh this guy, what's the name? Uh Michael Janine, Janine, Hanan, I don't know. But it reminds me very much of like uh uh Killing Joke era Brian Bolland and the the way he uses the shadows and just the the, the, the figures. Like it's really cool, man. I, I cannot uh, stress enough and you get on some Batman if you're not right now. It, it's really, really good. And then uh, last thing I'll talk about is Chilling Adventures of Sabrina number seven finally fucking came out. I honestly don't remember when the last Sabrina was, uh, but it was a a number of months for sure. Let's see, look it up real quick. Uh, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina number six uh, was released uh, July 13th, 2016. So it's been a full year between issues of Sabrina. And this was, uh, God, that is actually kind of fucking crazy. Um, it's all, this is the backstory of Sabrina's father, like how he became uh, the black priest of the, the, the satanic church. And not like the fun satanic church of today where they don't believe in the devil, but like the real satanic church, like thinks that, that you know, he, he was conjuring demons and shit when he was 10. It's a straight up horror comic. Uh, and so it's about him summoning a, a series of lesser demons and gaining the attention of this um, black priest and saying, hey, you know, we need to we get our numbers up. So what you want to do is I want you to, you know, get good at this shit and summon up, summon up the devil himself. Bring us Lucifer. And he tries and summons a shitload of demons, but no Lucifer. So the priest kicks the shit out of him, you know, because he's an evil asshole. And so he says, all right, all right, I can summon him after all. And he summons Satan and Builds his reputation, all this shit, you know, and then many years later, says, no, 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 bitch. It never was Satan. It was this other demon that shaped ships. Uh, she helped me out. She's going to swallow your soul now. I'm going to take up your fucking church. And I'm like, oh, that's super fucking metal. The whole issue, metal as fuck. This <laughs> is super metal. And uh, you get to see little baby Sabrina getting born and her mom, as a result, being driven insane and uh, her aunt's... Uh, hiding like cursing their fucking dad to like live in a tree and now he's living in the body of sabrina's dead boyfriend harvey you know harvey the goofy kid from the tv show in the 90s yeah he got killed because he watched satan try to uh fuck sabrina in front of a black altar and so he's his dead body now is had by the spirit of her father you know uh, it's makes, for kids makes sense makes sense <laughs> it's really fucking fun <laughs> but, yeah it's a lot of fun <laughs> We we kid we we have fun with our Sabrina comics, yeah. That's, that's all I got, man. I think we're talking about uh, Don Michael. What you like in these days? Um, I've been enjoying most of Rebirth. Uh, detective comics and action comics were both good. Uh, uh, recently, I can't remember. Like, um, it's hard to I like just kind of like dump read stuff, so I can't. I don't know what comes out what week. I'm really enjoying uh, X Men Gold. It's nice to see like the X Men kind of being like X Men again and facing prejudice and not feeling like it's bogged down in a bunch of bullshit. Um, and I've been catching up on Spider Man twenty ninety nine, um, the most recent ben, series in the series before that. I love that book. No one talks about it. I fucking love that book. I really like. I like it a lot. Like I'm, I burned through the previous volume, which was twelve issues, and now I'm. Uh, 15 into the current one, which is up to 24, I think. Mainly, I was at the store the other day, and I saw the Marvel Legends for the 2099 
uh, Spider-Man 2099. And I'm like, I really want this figure. I want to buy it, but I don't read the book. So I need to justify getting this figure. So I went home, started reading the comic, and then went back later and bought the figure. <laughs> so I'm really, really digging it. It's a lot of fun. So that's about it. Uh, started reading Spider-Verse since I hadn't read it before and an issue in. It's it's pretty fun. Oh, I like Spider-Man. I really so, like I'm just on a Spider-Man high right now, so I've been wanting to read some Spider-Man stuff. What's wrong with so, that? I get you. But, yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> it just reminded me a minor, minor little gripe about Spider-Man: Homecoming, and it, it's a broader like Hollywood thing that bothers me. Is what schools have their homecoming dance at the school? We did. Did you? Yeah, yeah. We, my school did too. We yeah. always had our dances offside at like a hotel uh, well, banquet. We were fancy. I guess we were fucking fancy. Yeah, but we were. Uh, you know, yeah. but I, to be fair, it might be the size of your school, though. Sure, too, sure. To a small school, you know, and this is. I just I grew up watching all these movies where the school dance took place in the gym or the cafeteria, and then when I got into high school, we kept going to these stupid hotels like. I want my prom to feel like Teen Wolf, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> I was cr- I was crowned the prom king in my gym. <laughs> I'm the king of this gym. <laughs> and you know, no, I cannot weird. do a pull-up. <laughs> <laughs> I decree no more physical activity henceforth. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I will not change after PE class. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a portly lad and have body issues. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what you got, nice? Uh, not comic books, but I was just going through the the MCU timeline, and it reminded me that I watched uh, what we do in the shadows was on Amazon Prime. Uh, that's the it's a mockumentary about vampires, directed and starring uh, Taika Waititi, who directs uh, Thor Ragnarok. And it's with uh, Jemaine Clement from Fly of the Concords, and it's 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 really pretty good. And then I've never heard of this before. Yeah, it came out a few years ago, and it's essentially what got him his Thor Ragnarok job. Huh. All right. So yeah, it's it's uh, four vampires from different eras all live in a house together, and they're being followed by a film crew. And, it, and they're all, you know, it's in New Zealand. They're all New Zealand vampires, too. And they live in present day, and it goes through, you know, how they live and how they feed. And uh, one of them has a familiar. One is very much Nosferatu. Another is, is kind of the Bram Stoker Dracula. Another has got a little bit of a, um, like a, a Twilight vibe to him a little bit. Like he's trying to be Twilight Vampire. <laughs> That's kind of awesome. I would recommend it, especially if you want to get boned up on some Taika Watiti before Thor Ragnarok comes out. And then just happened to stumble upon Flight of the Concords was on Amazon as well. And uh, me and Mary have watched a few episodes of that. I, I watched it when it aired originally back in the day, and she's never seen it. So, Yeah, it, I could not get into that. It, it is definitely a an acquired taste, but uh, I, I love it even if it's just for the music alone. 
guy's work was like, oh man, you gotta fucking get it on. He's like, send me home and let, let me the DVDs or whatever. And like, I watch two episodes. I'm like, bro, this is terrible. Yeah, <laughs> this is this is this is not fun. I I knew it was. It, it's a fifty fifty chance sitting Mary down to watch it, whether she would like it or not. And she seemed very into it. So good, good, good. I want people to like things. Good stuff. All right, anything, Jose? What you what you what you into these days? Uh, just trying to catch up. Uh, fuck! What the fuck were you watching? You watching some uh, NCIS Los oh, Angeles? Oh, oh we, uh, Glow, <laughs> Glow. We started watching. Ah, oh, yes. I, I think we're about halfway through. Wait, we're at, everyone's watched it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're at I the part. I haven't seen it, but I don't care about spoilers. Um, where where they take the Olympian chick to an actual wrestling. She's never really watched oh, it. Yeah. And she finally realizes it's a soap opera and like she can do it. Yes. Like, I can this is a soap opera. I yeah. can do this. I know this. She gets real into it. Oh man, she is I love her. So we uh pretty good. Love it. Uh, they they unsexify Allison Bree, but somehow she's still kinda hot. <laughs> and naked five minutes in. Mm-hmm. We high fived on that one. Uh, uh, Liberty Bell, though. Yeah, Liberty Bell. Like so, in, in all the previews, you you assume that she's just going to be this cold, hard bitch, and like that's her character. But that's not her character at all. No, she's no, a bitch no. for no, a reason. Character in the yeah, fucking show. Absolutely, she's she's almost the hero of the show, and Allison Bree's the fucking villain. Mm-hmm. And that's how it Great. ends up in the ring eventually. And the whole time I'm watching this, all I see is Stanley. <laughs> yep. Like, it's fucking unbelievable. Oh, <laughs> speaking of, did you guys hear about Stanley's wife passed away? I did. I did. Uh, that is that is not good news at all. Nah, that's, that's a bummer. But yeah, that's... But hey, 93, man. Big bucket of wind. Sure, that's, sure, that's sure. But... Stan Lee's longevity has always been a little bit of it's always been questionable but his wife passing away and them them having been together for so long that's that's never a good omen we're just gonna all have to come come to grips with it no no, it's not good when uh, my grandma died like the first thing my dad said was or my grandpa said was well I'm not too far behind so yeah you guys better enjoy it while we got it. <laughs> Bleak as fuck. Not, hey, man, I'm just being dad. real. Uh, same thing happened to Johnny Cash. He's fucking 94, though. Like, he's on borrowed time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, like, you know. I I go back and forth between being, saying shit like, I should be so lucky to make it to 94. Then I realize, I think to myself, how good is, like, Life past eighty, really? And like, if I check out at eighty-one, am I gonna be missing anything out by not making it to ninety-three? I don't know that I will. I don't know. Uh, he Hard was, to say. Stan was at Awesome Con, and it was always like, "How it, how is Stan feeling today? You know, are we gonna be able to do some video with him?" And it was always, it was always very touch and go, hit or miss. Hit or yeah, miss. he has good yeah, days. He has he bad really days. Can't be mad at it because he's fucking ninety-four, right? Yeah, but I mean, it also depends on what type of 94 are you. Like, a Stan Lee 94, not bad. 
He's still he's up. He's running. He's traveling. He's moving. I don't know I how much he's running anyway. Yeah, I don't know how much running he's doing. <laughs> yeah, but he's up. I mean, he's moving. Though. Right. He's he's, he's not in a in a. There's, there's some ninety threes that look like they may never move ever again. He's not riding around in a scooter or a ride. wheelchair, at least for what from what we can see. <laughs> he ain't jumping off the stage anymore. No. He's not being wheeled up. He doesn't look like. I mean, you know, he, to be perfectly honest, he doesn't look much worse than he did seven years ago when we saw him in person for the first time. No, we no, just have to make true. sure we frame his bald spot out. True. <laughs> well, that's the, the same that's can be said. A, that's always a fun short. The same it's, can be said for a lot of right. people. <laughs> uh, uh, some of these guys. That's the other part. Some of these celebrities. You know, the whole thing is. You got to shoot them in the right light, right? If they even allow you to, right? Because they, so when we're shooting something and like we get a, a different, ang- like an angle that's cool, but then you're like, oh god, look at that bald spot! <laughs> oh like, god, Jim Lee is bald as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> we can't use that shot, so we gotta, you know, be cautious about that. And there was one shot caught Stan, and it was like, god damn. <laughs> <laughs> We can't use that one. I think I, it's probably our footage that caused Kevin Smith to start wearing a hat again. He <laughs> <laughs> uh, said, "God damn it!" Because Jose likes to get those shots from you know from behind when they're on the stage, and holy shit, he's bald. I remember uh, my uh, wife bought me uh, a Stanley photo op a couple years ago at C2B2. Maybe the last one we went to. And I remember, you know, it's very cool. I'm, I'm not a photo op kind of guy. I've never been a photo op guy, but it was cool. It was very neat. It was a very lovely gesture. And, you know, and he's fucking sensitive. If you're going to get one, might it's as well Stanley, be Stan, yeah. right? You know, like, for sure. And uh, I remember they were like, you know, hey, it's very cool. He was very personable, very friendly, you know, chatting a little bit. But they're like, you know, just. The guy was like, just, you know, don't Keep moving. Don't shake his hand. Yeah. yeah you, can't, you can't shake his hand, you know. And Nicole, Nicole's like, well, that's kind of fucked up. He pays his money, can't shake his hand. I'm like, well, babe, like, he's 90 something. Like, some big, burly comic asshole come in and shake his hand. It will crush every yeah. finger in his fucking, he's, every bone in his hand. It'll be shattered. Like, no, you can't be squeezing on his Dan. Like, he's brittle as fuck. And you don't want to introduce some strange bacteria that his 94 year old body can't fight exactly. off I, mean, I, I think it's completely reasonable they'd be like just yeah you don't gotta touch the octogenarian please yeah before awesome con i said to jose we need to we need to weasel our way into a photo with stan at one point but uh th- things were just not going well that weekend in regards to stan so we didn't we didn't push the issue yeah no, it's, it's good times but yeah r.i.p jolie you know apparently she was Lovely lady, by all accounts. Yeah. So if we got nothing else, man, let's uh let's wrap this shit up. Yeah. Oh, man. Feeling good about it? Oh yeah. Right oh yeah. Thank right. you for coming on, John Michael. I'm super glad. Yeah. I had thought about asking you to come on uh, earlier today, and then we're doing the show, and I just happened to click on Facebook for a second there, and you're like, "Just just finished my fifth showing of Spider Man." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How many? How many are you planning for this one? Um, I'm shooting for at least 10, um, and then kind of see after that, I'm going to be, um, more than likely moving in a couple of weeks. So I don't like, I've got a lot of work to do, so I don't know how much time I'm going to actually have, but I'm shooting for a good solid, at least 10 
or eleven to tie it for um, fourth place with Avengers, the first Avengers movie. You so should... goddamn jealous, John Michael. But not because <laughs> necessarily you're gonna see the movie a whole bunch of times. That, that's that's great, good for you, whatever. But like to have the time to be able to be like, yeah, I have twenty seven spare hours to watch this fucking movie <laughs> in the theater. That is a world that is a goddamn fantasy to me now. It's all about priorities, and when you don't care about interpersonal relationships and you'd rather just watch Spider-Man swinging around, then, you know, that's what you can do. Oh, that's I, sad. I respect your life choices. <laughs> well, good luck with your move. You should get one of those giant cargo planes with the Predator technology on the outside. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, given that I'm moving essentially, like, 150 feet to the left, like... Well, maybe like three hundred feet to the left. That is the worst. Uh, that might be overkill. Move. So I've that's done like, that move. but that's worst. like that's like nine steps for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm just gonna get a slide out the out of my balcony, in my apartment, just slide everything down, so I don't have to carry it down. That's not a bad idea. I've thrown couches off balconies before. I threw a tub oh, off a balcony once. You did what? I threw a tub off a balcony once. That's way better. That sounds like so much fun. It was pretty <laughs> yeah. fun. It was it was pretty dope. Yeah, we uh moved into the, our apartment. We had, it was like this this pleather couch and moved up three flights of stairs and it was impossible. It was like a hand me down couch anyway. And as we're you know, we're just sweating, we're hot, so like the leather is sliding out of our hands, you can't get a grip on it, it's ninety degrees outside. And I said that day, I'm like we're not moving this motherfucker all out of the house. We're, we're throwing it off the balcony. Two years later, I made good on that promise. And it was one of the greatest <laughs> days of my life. It was amazing. Amen. Highly recommend throwing shit off balconies, you guys. The Lord's work. Lord's work. Uh, so yeah, let's wrap it up, man. Let's call it a night. Uh, join us next week at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central at youtube.com slash panels on pages. We'll be back. Uh, all, if everybody's doing well, We'll wrap up the actual fantasy basketball uh, tournament and, uh, you know, who knows, maybe lay the siege, whatever the fuck comes next. Yeah. It was, it was too damn fun. It was too, too, too good a time. Oh, well, yeah. uh, this week, me and Mary are going to see the May Young Classic at Full Sail, the WWE women's tournament they got going on. So maybe we, we need some sort of, like, female superhero tournament. I can get down with that. I don't yeah. like that. That's a good idea. Yeah. Feminism. <laughs> For real, I like that. I dig it. See who can cook the hardest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's let's find an activity that Jose believes a woman can excel at. <laughs> because yeah, he definitely can't drop a three free throw. Even yeah. if she can fly. Yeah. I never said she couldn't drop a free throw. I said she wouldn't want to play covered in shit. <laughs> oh God. So. I'm still do- find me a woman who wants to do that. Now you we'll you were saying you don't believe Lois Lane can ball because Lois Lane was on Infectious Lass's team. You were you were saying uh, you don't believe that Infectious Lass or Lois Lane can fucking drain a well, three. He just he didn't sell me that Lois Lane could do anything, and he really needed to. Obviously, yes. If he would have sold me on Lois Lane, he may have taken it. Well, I mean, we all have our regrets. <laughs> we all have regrets. Uh, Jose, oh, yeah. we'll be back next week. We'll do the show all over again. Good time. Thanks for joining us, John Michael. Thank you for having me. Always and, a pleasure. And Jose, you sound amazing. 
Aw. Fucking thank you, Konami. <laughs> Doing your part. Legit. The nicest, you, the best you've sounded in, in like nine years of podcast. Yeah. And probably one of the most high-tech scientific mic stands ever seen <laughs> is going on right now. Like so, to the point where I'm using a fucking like power cord as a zip tie. <laughs> Been listening to us the past few weeks as we've got the new thing. And those Jose has sounded like um uh hot asshole. Hot. Yeah. Hey man, sounded good from this side. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not been great. So San Jose a spare microphone I had, but I was I was unclear. Apparently both Nyes and Jose were expecting a headset. I never once said the word headset. I didn't say it wasn't a headset. So whatever, we're gonna do. So Jose has rigged up a monopod, a stool, and an electrical cord <laughs> to use as a mic stand for this thing. And it's that wasn't gonna fucking hold this thing the whole goddamn show. <laughs> it's it's a, it's a beautiful thing. It's a, it's a beautiful fucking rig. I I really appreciate the design behind the apparatus you're using. It's some 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 real American ingenuity, Jose. You should be very proud. Hey, man, MacGyver, like a motherfucker. Well, the thing that sucks is I probably have some stuff that'll work packed. The shit's in storage. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, we got the guy in the microphone on Thursday, so you know what? You could have made it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly, well, exactly. Just, well, yeah, but I didn't realize it until I, like, actually had to sit down. I was like, oh, shit. I was just so excited <laughs> that I'd sound beautiful. And then it was sponsored by Konami. And I was like, oh, fuck. Hold yeah, this thing? yeah, we get on a half hour before the show tonight to test out his audio quality. He's like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with this fucking microphone. I, I got to hold it for the whole time. I'm like, what? This is the first you're saying about this? <laughs> it's been there for almost a full calendar week. Like, I have microphone stands. Like, you could have said something. Uh, amazing. You're, you're, you're just. It sounds wonderful. So we're, we're, it's, it's still a work in progress. We'll get there. Yeah. Take the village, everybody. Might actually let this uh, video go live on YouTube this week, considering go. how good it sounds. Let's do it. Why not? Fuck it. All right. So, yeah, we'll do this again next week. 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central at panels on page. No, YouTube.com slash panels on pages. And, uh, yeah, we'll be back and uh, we'll do football stuff, uh, basketball stuff. Email us, popcast at panels on pages.com, or leave us a voicemail, 616-951-1POP. We'll talk to you guys next week. For Jason Eyes, Jose Guzman, and Don Michael Dugan. I'm the Lord Reverend Lee Rodriguez. Talk to you guys next week. Night. Love you. Bye bye.
That was wonderful. Bravo! I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, it though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away! Hey, boo! Boo!